Action. Hey. We back. Okay, that was a nice dance. <laughs> Ooh, right Activated. off the back. Activated right podcast. off the back, coming with the dance moves. <laughs> Chris Breezy. Hey, man. You, you, you teaching classes. You teaching classes. <laughs> but I'm the real Walter Ford, man. Welcome back. This is season two, episode two. Hope y'all excited. Got I know we are. GDQ to one right here. Got Mac two three zero one across from me, and our special guest that I was telling y'all about today. If y'all were paying attention, oh, there's a camera. It is oh, a camera. Okay. <laughs> you, didn't know, you didn't record it too. I'm like, who is he pointing? Was, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, one of the most hilarious is that awesomest. I don't even know. We're making up words. It is now. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the biggest comedians in San Diego, and she's also one third of the. Mueller She Wrote podcast, Miss Jaleesa Johnson. Hey. <laughs> Artificial hand claps in the back. I love it. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, we honored. Yeah, I'm honored. excited. <laughs> honored. That's very sweet. <laughs> it's a Super Bowl Sunday, too, which is, you know, ironically, people's hitting each other at high velocities. A lot of people are getting drunk, <laughs> eating yeah. chicken wings. I'm surprised you guys aren't watching. You're not those kind of typical bros. Oh, or? no, they are. Th- them too, no. very much so. Oh, I'm Our not, team's just not in it. Yeah, Our I'm, team's not in it, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm not anymore because I just saw the commercial for the Patriots winning it, so. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> Presumptuous <laughs> They showed that last year and what yeah. happened. Yeah, but, yeah, right. yeah we, we ain't going to get into that, man. Yeah, we not. What we're going to get into is... uh. Ooh, child, the government. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, um, no, okay, I'll ask the question, because I have a question for you. Because besides, like, music, the number one topic probably we talk about most is, like, politics. Politics. Oh, and, nice. Um, I don't know if it's, like, serious. Um, it's half serious and half not, but I have a, a like, you um, do the podcast, Mueller, She Wrote, right? Right. Um, can you explain to all of us um, <laughs> in maybe 10 minutes, like, what is, like, going on with yeah, all of it? I can bring, for, yeah, for our followers who, you know, aren't that politically exactly. into it, like, yeah, like most can you people, bring them up to speed? Yeah, I'll, ju- I'll just say the funny stuff. Okay. <laughs> i just say the Yeah, like Trump's a dumbass. We yes. want, like, a legitimate, you know, like, outlook Explanation. on it. Yes, yeah. yes. I will do my darndest, because um, some people, like, have written entire books about this already, and it's only, like, two years in, and, like, exactly. there's, there's movies about it, like, documentaries about what Russia's doing, so it all does come down to Russia. You guys might have heard Russia's, like, the, the main point of this investigation, so it's yeah. a Trump- Russia investigation and we're trying to figure out or Mueller's trying to figure out if Russia helped Trump win the election by interfering with our politics <coughs> in all kinds of ways. So one way they did it was through disinformation, which is a really common Russian tactic. It's like a Soviet war old school strategy where they get dirt on you. Go ahead. Is that where they just put a whole bunch of stuff out there? That's one way they do that, not just by putting stuff out there, but also like specifically targeting people like Trump, for example, and getting dirt on him. And some people say it's the PP tape. You might have heard about that. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. But it could be really as simple as like money laundering and, and just financial crimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Because if you illegal, you're the president, you over it. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. Trump has spent his entire life, you know, he's 72. He's been like consequence free. You know, he was born rich. Go ahead. I was going to say he was actually... The oldest standing president ever when he got inaugurated. Yeah, and he he claims he's he the healthiest. Granddaddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's the granddaddy. How yeah. many seventy-year-old men are you changing their mind? Exactly. Those are all his friends, though. He's a lot of 
old people <laughs> friends. But um, yeah, I mean, the, the old white money. Exactly. Yeah, he he was born in it and bred in it, and um, he always like sk- skated by life, and so this is his first time I think he's ever been faced with like real consequences and so he's doing this whole witch hunt thing like they're coming after me just because I had a great campaign but when you look at the details and it really is hard to explain in 10 minutes but just like in a nutshell there are so many people that were not just involved with the campaign but with Trump before the campaign just like as associates advisors there are people that just were his friends that are now in jail his attorneys yeah they're literally going to jail because Mueller is looking into all of it he's a special prosecutor so the only times we've had special prosecutors is when we had the Nixon Watergate scandal and with Bill Clinton's Monica Lewinsky scandal. So this is like, any president that pretty so, much got yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. This is the third. This and the actually, third I think there was one about some kind of nuclear or, or the Iran deal or something like that, but it was a little boring. But this, these are the exciting ones. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah, it's like the, the third side. Yeah. So the idea is that every time it happens, like impeachment usually comes up at some point because that's how serious these issues are. So some people are like, oh, by the end of this, what do you expect? I expect Trump will either either be impeached because the House is now just mainly Democrats and their their main goal is to investigate Trump and all this stuff too. So they're against him and they have the subpoena power to get the documents and they're going to work with Mueller. So chances are he will either be taken out or he'll resign to avoid everything, you know, going wrong. Maybe he'll make a deal with Mueller. He can do that. You know, it's just soften the blow, but I don't think he'll, some people think he'll get reelected. I don't think it'll get that far. You think, so think, you think, you think, think something I think will it's happen? Crazy I think he's you think going it, to jail. So you think something will happen before the re-election? I do. I think things are already happening. He's going and to jail. Well, the thing is, I don't I don't think rich people go to jail that easily. Yeah. No. It, but the, that's the thing, though. It's not easy because he but did. There's, if you, bro, he got there's billionaires. <laughs> there's legitimate billionaires, legitimate though, who don't go to jail. He, yeah. He, he has friends in prison right now. So bro, that. You've even said it yourself. I feel you. No, I agree. I, I agree he's the totally. He's most gangster but, dude ever. But, yeah, no. <laughs> but that, Mueller, that, Mueller worked with gangsters. Well, not worked with them, but he prosecuted gangsters. Okay, so that's a, yeah, that's but, my question. But look, though, he became the president of the United States of America. Yeah, and that's because a lot of people, like 100 million people, didn't vote for one. So a lot exactly. of young people, you know, people that claim they're woke, they chose not to vote. And the Hillary disinformation campaign, I don't know if you heard about all the Pizzagate sex ring stuff that Keep was going. No, It was all traced back to Russia, Russia's pretty much their computers like and the hacker that was indicted for it we can't get him because he's a russian but we have the evidence that russians were hacking our elections and they were putting out specific campaigns against like black people like they were targeting the nra like specific groups just to get their attention and to use their there's the stereotypes yeah and their, and their absolutely. fan base yeah and, and it worked for a lot of people because they it's never happened before to americans we're not used to this it, yeah exactly it's simply called targeting like mm-hmm. you, you target a certain base and you plug in what it is that they're interested in. Yeah. You know, that so if you, but you that's know. that's marketing. They've been doing that for a hundred years. Well, that's yeah. what Mark Zuckerberg yeah. says. But then when you use marketing to influence a political campaign, well, which he, is exactly he, he, what they did, <laughs> you, it's exactly. a new you can go in on some Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that, but you uh, like more. Um, well, there are laws specifically that that say you cannot use money to a certain extent to influence elections and so these people they're using creative ways to get around it which you're right not everything is illegal per se but some people are saying now it should be in 2019 we're seeing the the downside of all of this technology and we should make new laws to address them yeah i i agree with that i just i it's crazy to me because i think that um I think that Americans specifically are very susceptible to propaganda. So that's why it was able to happen. Because people are very, 
very like yeah Co- easily collective. swayed and they're very gullible yeah and it's influence mm-hmm. era it's like a fire fest like people were just so influenced <laughs> by like a video <laughs> it was just the video yeah. yeah it yeah. was a video and it was all super bad and it was they like, thought bro, it was real life really, yeah. <laughs> really quick about that before i forget bro i had no idea like who was it uh j pro mm-hmm. had asked me about it while i was in the barbershop shout out j pro too you yeah, see him coming up soon yeah, six one nine barbershop. But uh, he asked me, he was like, "Bro, have you seen this uh, documentary called Firefest?" I was like, "The fuck <laughs> is that?" It. Y'all seen it? I've seen both of them, Hulu and I did, Netflix. I need to see the Hulu one. I'm gonna watch it when I go home. Yeah. Bro, I was he was Netflix talking about Ja Rule and stuff like this. Bro, Holy Bible, yeah. I've never heard about that. Bro, and then I watched the documentary. The dude is so and I, retarded. <laughs> he recorded himself committing crimes. Like, well, it wasn't a crime before, but, and that's the thing. But there's there's it I'm was sorry. the he thing with like coney too right in like 2012 people just are very very susceptible yeah. right mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what it is the fire one right Bro, i seen it, it and, and, and this that's time, just one example is, of the just, millions that's of what things. he said i seen Trump, a meme that was talking about fire fest it was like if you invest if you spent 150 grand to go see blink 182 on some distant island you deserve to get robbed. <laughs> right. He was saying it was Darwinism at its best. Yeah. I, I yeah, think, I okay, I th- you are right. There were crimes, but they're white collar crimes and they're historically not prosecuted compared to like, that's you know, what we always regu- say, you know, white, you know, yeah. People oh, yeah. and politicians and, and officers are the biggest American gangsters there mm-hmm. are. Because they got the money to get away with it and make things disappear. Yeah. That's real. Well, there's pharmaceutical companies, energy companies that have made billions, gotten in trouble, and they still don't go to jail. Oh, yeah. What's so. his name? Exactly. What's, what's his name? Is, uh, I'm going to look him up. What's the dude that owns the on pharma? Owns the whole so, thing. <laughs> so is that why? And, and he got the Wu-Tang album. You, you think it's that? taking oh, so long for um, them? I think it's taking this long because cause Watergate took three years. So we're only two years into that timeline. And Watergate was like a really small thing compared to what's happening now. That's because he just flat out <laughs> but played it's, himself. It's, no, it's worse than what he did, though. It so is. It's, I, I and it's no, more no, 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 no. That's not what I'm really. saying. Yeah, they've been they've been investigating people for years, and they had to to get certain information. The that government not, moved slow. Yeah, it wasn't. It, yeah. It's designed the, to move ooh, slow child. because what's going to come out from this? The Mueller reporter is going to influence some kind of legislations that can't easily be reversed. It's going to be like a five hundred page it's, <laughs> oh, dude, report. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be like be an encyclopedia. Like. So, so let me ask you: Do you think uh, Trump is going to make that wall with the? I think, I think the wall is another Russian deal because the only company that can make the steel slats the size that he says he needs is a Russian, Russian aluminum company. Yeah. yeah That's another thing. As a president, really? you're not allowed to have. I didn't know that. What? Nothing. Keep going. I didn't no. know that. I, no, I was going to say. deep. But yeah, as a it's president, all about money you're, for not him. Allowed, you're not allowed to have like business ventures with like other countries and stuff. Right. And you remember when he dropped like. A hundred missiles or whatever mm-hmm. like, on what Syria, it? and then on he Syria? told them ahead of time so that they can get him out because he's really just playing. But on top of that, the people, the people that makes the missiles, he uh, have a uh, have a business relationship contract with Trump. Yeah, it's it, it's usually so he basically just he basically used the government's money to get these missiles made through his company. And it didn't bomb really anyone. It was just a scare tactic and it was a publicity stunt because yeah. he warned them ahead of time that he was going to bomb them. Because he, he, the guy that's the president of Syria, Assad, he's friends with Putin. So Trump is not trying to piss off Putin. He said, hey, I have to throw these bombs down because people are mad that this guy bombed his own citizens. So and I have to do something yeah. but get your guys out of there before I bomb it. And it became public because the Russian media told us. They tell us everything that Trump doesn't. 
Wait, yeah. say that again. The, the <laughs> Russian media, RT, they tell us everything that Trump, do, like when Trump had the private meeting in the Oval Office with the Russians and he wouldn't l- allow American media in there, we had to find out what was said through the Russians. And almost every other major thing that's come out of the Mueller investigation has been told to us first from the Russians. And then it was confirmed through investigation. So the Russians are telling us what they're doing because it's called disinformation. They're trying to cause confusion. They're trying to pretty much dismantle the entire de- like sense of democracy. And they want us to lose so much faith that we're just crumbled as a superpower. Because so, Putin wants to be on top again. So, okay. So you pretty much are saying that he's putting out all so much information that everybody's just going to be confused and pissed off and, and divided mm-hmm. and then and not they, focus on real things exactly mm-hmm. yeah and, and, and then he can come and just clean house yeah and they are cleaning Hidden agenda. house yeah <laughs> um yeah. so my next question is do you think um cuz i know that china too has does tactics like that do you yeah. think that it's not just Russia, Russia or it's it oh yeah like, it's, it's definitely not just Russia is it other countries the UAE? too oh yeah they're all involved in the investigation so there's so many layers to this it's you it's, see what happens when you don't mind your own damn business <laughs> you start getting into other shit and then shit starts to fuck up well, for you well think about it it's like world war three because this what's happening oh right yeah now, this is definitely it's being attacked it's like the the twin towers it's like literally the towers on fire right now but no one's looking you know and that's the first thing i heard on the news once when i was just like knowing the gravity of how serious it is it really is like we're being cyber attacked like a war but most people are like they don't see not it. paying attention to yeah it. yeah and so this is kind of like we're getting into this new sense of like who's the new axis like in the world war and honestly america is with the axis like maybe we weren't in world war ii but things have switched our president is kind of an evil guy right so, oh yeah, no, we're, yeah. yeah. we're turning yeah, into asshole. we're turning into the bad guys we Man, actually are yeah. i will but, never forget when he was running and he was like Yes, punch those people. Punch them. Oh, I yeah. Will I will pay you your legal fees. Come and on, G. Yeah, there's people been politicians that have, like, body slam reporters, and he's encouraged it. Literally, like, there were on. protesters. Now look out. at it. Say, Women is it. getting hit. Remember, the, the female was oh, getting pushed dude, by the old I'm, dude. He ended up going to jail yeah, eventually. Yeah, he doesn't care about women. You read about uh, the guy from Empire, Jesse Smollett. Yeah. Like... And people he supposedly got attacked by people who were wearing MAGA hats. Mm-hmm. Or they were oh, actually, like, they were wearing ski was, masks, but they did They were wearing ski masks, but this is MAGA country. Mm-hmm. And, and called and him a nigger, put a, uh, a noose around his neck, and poured bleach on him. People are saying it's a hoax because they're saying that this is too perfect for, like, a racist incident. And they're saying that on one camera, uh, like, clip, they could see that he was wearing the rope, but, like, in the other one, he wasn't. And it's the guys aren't really clear. People are looking for any excuse to say to that dis- America is not as racist Discredit as it is. Yeah, yeah most definitely. It's just, it's coming mainly from conservatives. You don't, you won't see this from liberals. And I think that's the, that's what Russia wanted. They didn't just want to divide us. They wanted to specifically divide us on things like race, because that's how Hitler, I know that uh, saying that Trump is like Hitler is kind of a long stretch for some people. But when you think yeah, about how Hitler got into no, he's he's it's, it's very, he's similar to it's Nazi very Germany. similar oh, like yeah. how he's able to manipulate totally and the people that Something put Hitler is. in power is just yeah. like the GOP literally the people that put him in power they were in power first right they were a cabinet so to speak and they were like oh well Hitler's really popular he has like 20% of the, the base that we didn't normally have so let's give him this new job let's just make up a title for him so he mm-hmm. just became you know this powerful guy and they were like oh but we'll still control him and they obviously didn't, you know. And I'm not saying once you control, once you start controlling the masses, dude. And I don't think is, Trump is Hitler so much as Putin is, because Putin's the one that actually kills reporters. You know, they always fall yeah. out of a building. You know, like the he poisoned like ex, um, or, or what, what did you call him? Uh, K KGB. Yeah. The, yeah, like ex KGB spy is just because they 
they pretty much snitched on him, you know, but he, he just murders people. Like, mm-hmm. and, and then they killed that reporter, uh, Khashoggi, Jamal Khashoggi. And like, Trump was like, well, you know, these guys give us a lot of money. So that was Saudi Arabia, you know, and they're friends with Putin. Like, it's all this little fucked up, you know, gang of countries. So do you think and it's that not even a gang of countries? So it's literally just the president. People. So do you think it's just, do you think it's Donald Trump or do you think it's deeper than that do, yeah do you think there's like the south korea thing where they have like a shadow government or there's like something I think else bigger yeah. than like I, american I don't think it leaders maybe I, th- I think he is the person that the, that the un hasn't been able to get a grasp on he is the evil genius you know right now the oh, closest so he's thing like dr evil like, he is <laughs> but he's smart right he's like, very he's smart. obviously yeah. incredibly mm-hmm. intelligent Cal- yeah he really? actually came from like, nothing compared to trump you know like he, oh yeah hey yeah, yeah. no I, I, I read up on him Mm-hmm. I read up on him. Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah Putin knows you what have he's doing. To be, but you gotta think though. You, you have to be smart to get to where you're at, and to be able to even Last. not to let. Let's just he say everything is not true game. in terms of Russia. Mm-hmm. Whether it's true or not, to even get to that point to where you have to entertain that thought shows that you have to. You, you got you, some kind of influence on the you, world. You, yeah. You, you know, people you thinking have to about be smart. You, you can't be that out. calculated. And you're saying Trump in this case is. is, is no, no, is I'm talking Putin. about Putin. Oh, definitely. Like Putin. you have to be calculated. Like you some know. people sometimes say, they take that same argument and they're like, well, Trump, you know, he became president. Like he, he if he did all this, that means he's an, a genius, even if he's an evil one. I think Trump was targeted by Putin. And I think you're right about the fact that Putin is the one who's who's calling all the shots. And he just mm-hmm. chose Trump from way back in the 80s. He they look for people that they know. Have yeah, the they, potential stuff to, like this is groomed mm-hmm. like they don't have have a that's uh, for crazy. sure for sure a timeline like right. oh by this amount of time because you know yeah trump made all his happens. money in, life in the 80s they from, also look at your iq as well well yeah. they they want someone that's manipulable so i feel like maybe being a lower iq is actually better in this case oh definitely did you see he he's mad at global whamming global oh, is that what he said <laughs> global <laughs> whamming yeah look at his tweets he probably is the most <laughs> misspellings and, and I, but, but that's my that's my question is is we're talking about Putin, but isn't there's got to be someone who's letting this happen, right? I right. Mean, in America, in America, at least, it's the GOP. People who are going to profit, they're complicit. right? Complicit. They they literally profit. yeah. There's articles coming out every day now with, as the investigation continues, where they're finding out that people like Mitch McConnell, who's the head of the GOP Senate, he is directly involved with people who have these ties to Russian money laundering and it always comes down to it with maria money Butina. always comes yeah down to money. yeah okay. these are donors when they when people say that the republicans are are cheap but they like they're loyal to their donors we all believe that right because it's been true but now what we're learning is that their donors are foreign agents so they're loyal to foreign agents and that this is what it's come to you know it's That's all the same crazy. tactics they've always used but the russians found a way in they literally hired a spy, a female spy. It's like an Angelina Jolie movie. It's this chick named M- Maria Butina, who's currently in jail because Americans finally put her in jail. But she came from Russia and claimed she was from somewhere else. And she went to these NRA conventions and she gave them money and took a bunch of pictures I with think them. I, I heard yeah. about her. I've seen her too, actually. That's just one way they were trying to infiltrate this group just to influence them the way they wanted if to. You, exactly. If you put people... And she looked good, too. She's so they, hot. She was She's like super real, hot. She was, like she was dating this guy who's super ugly and <laughs> worked for the NRA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, it was a really weird relationship. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, it so, makes sense, though. But why, why are we not, like... The, why is there no it. protection, right? <laughs> like, what I'm saying is, is the Russian stuff was 
back in the Cold War, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all coming up again yeah. 25 years He's down the road. He's been plotting this whole time. It? We didn't know. We thought we won. We were like saying, yay, Russia's not a threat anymore. We killed, you know, all the bad guys. Nazis are bad, blah, blah, blah. And then all that time, Putin's just been like plotting and plotting and plotting. And Stirring man. that pot, boy. He like, okay. Hey, this is just like a movie. It's really okay. crazy. Oh, about uh, how, y- y- y'all got Obama? Like, <laughs> y'all got Obama? I got somebody else. Dude, but, that's how Trump started his political career, birtherism. You think about the racial connection there and how one of his earlier platforms in the campaign was how Obama wasn't really a citizen. Mm -hmm. And he'll try to moonwalk away from that now. But you think about like how they knew they were always going to make it about race. Come on. yeah, Hitler did that. That's literally what the concentration camps. It was I mean, it was white people against white people, but (laughs) it was still but it was still about separating people by race. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's white people versus white. <laughs> real talk though. Yeah, yeah Jew- I had to learn that Jewish can be a race. I was like, what? <laughs> it's just yeah, it's just funny to me cuz I think that there's a lot of people in America who are profiting off of the demise of it and or oh, something totally. like this because yeah. it feels bigger than I don't know. Like I I believe that it's Putin, but I I still feel like there's people in America, like you said, the GOP, and mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot of people making money. So it, lobbyists, it, yeah, all these companies, it, these old tycoons, like they've got money yeah, in all these little deals. Coke, bro. Absolutely, bro. It's look, crazy look at to me. look at like all the companies that own like like AB. What is it? ABC that or one of the Dude, news everything companies. movie theater or movie uh, companies, private prisons. Prison. Like, yeah, they own like all everything. Like it's it's they separate us by race. I think because that's like an effective way to distract us from it's the been class the early, issue. It's the right? earliest because form of that's been the earliest form of like discrimination. That's because it's race. Yeah. That's because yeah. it's just a a problem in America that never got solved. So they like it's easy to deflect. It's, exactly. It's yeah. easy. Let's go to this because this is the number I mean, one th- issue. But that's the thing, though, and that's why that that brings me back to what I said earlier. Is like. We as a country, and I've said this before, we as a country are the nosiest motherfuckers ever. Like, we worried about everybody else's shit or what they got going on or what's in their pockets that we don't address the problems that are right here on our front front doorstep. You know, you worried about, quote-unquote, homelessness overseas, and I'm not discrediting that, but, like, but we right here in San Diego. 1,500 homeless yeah, people you, out here. You, right. you right here in San Diego – which is a heavily military town, and half the homeless people are veterans. Yeah, like, there's a lot of hypocrisy on all levels. Yeah, all, yeah. even you know, like all classes. I just saying, like the main issue does boil down to most of like the the one percent of you know the population owning over ninety percent of the wealth. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy how class that is, is crazy is mm-hmm. just. It, there's no middle class anymore. We're all living with our parents. Our parents are living with their parents. <laughs> like, yeah. it's crazy. And and it's transform. And we're watching yeah. it transform before our eyes. Like, yeah, yeah. So what? Um, the next question is, what do you think we can do about it and and come out of it? Yeah, I think honestly, little by little, like we are doing stuff about it, and and we just got to keep doing it. One of those things being um, repopulating the the local um, like positions of of politicians with people of color with people that just understand what it's like to be in that class that's been so you know pushed aside i think not hire not uh voting for billionaires <laughs> like i mean unless right, you're a billionaire exactly. i get why you would but just it's like out of sight out of mind like literally even if you're a good person and you're a billionaire if you're not constantly in it you're gonna lose sight of it it's mm-hmm. just human nature people people forget, lose their like, morals yeah people lose their they well i ain't gonna say and then even that compromise just, you, could, you could just lose the connection or something Mm-hmm. If you live a certain way, you know what I'm saying? You live it every so, day. Yeah. So, uh, so again, so again, 
you sacrifice your morals because when it gets point to that time to where you're no longer an asset, you're a liability, then you start sacrificing, okay, well, what can I do to make sure I don't lose that contact, mm-hmm. yeah. whatever it may be. Then it's like, oh, invest in private prisons, which is Just do for basically modern-day slavery. Yeah, yeah. And because this company invests in what I do. Yeah, you and know, just, big, just stop making it, like, stop allowing so much money to be, you know, finding its way into to campaigns. Because they do have a cap of, I think, a couple thousand dollars, like, maybe just, like, two or four thousand dollars you can contribute to a campaign. But they have all these super PACs, and they have all these other ways that they find loopholes. So, oh, like, yeah, really, it's like hundreds of yeah just really cramping if if we got down on white collar crime and uh, it's slowly happening like Mueller is like a saint to me because he's one of the you think this you think do you think this is what will get the ball rolling for everything else that well yeah the class issue is is all the way back down because yeah you know i feel like it's all connected i think if you can really get in my opinion the bad guys are the people who are stealing so much money that it doesn't even matter anymore and like you said they're just watching people starve and like they're just claiming that they care maybe they have a charity but like they don't really know what it's like these people Mm -hmm. are so disconnected i think that makes them the bad guys because if you're in power and you're making policy based on just the few you and not the many you're not a democracy anymore so you're you're a bad guy so you feel like so you feel like if they basically in a political term they cut the head off that'll yeah and there's always new problems that come with it it'll just i think happen slower to someone who actually knows what it's like to be amongst the people and to know what the people want it won't be so easy for them to switch to 100 compared (sighs) to a billionaire who's already there so um i agree because i work at a sock store and They'd be buying Trump socks every day. <laughs> oh, That's dude, so crazy. Voting, voting is so important. Some people still don't vote. A lot of people, and this, this campaign's coming up has so many different people you can vote for. Like, just just try to consider voting. Yeah, <laughs> like, and somebody. I, yeah. But, but okay, so, and with that, like, do you feel like the ones that are not voting, which, if I'm not mistaken, it's basically urban America, it's the minorities. Oh, oh, yeah. A lot of people that are do not just think, being oppressed, they, yeah, they choose if not they, to vote. Yeah. You think if they voted and they voted with what we would hope to be an open mind or a, a, a more liberal thinking just mindset, little, yeah, just look up the, do you people. think that would still be enough to influence or sway? We'll put it this way. So Trump, um, he didn't win the popular vote, right? He claims he did. But Hillary had 55 million. Trump had 53. But then those numbers together, that's how many people didn't vote for either for at all. So I feel like the way that Trump still skated by with the amount of votes he did have enough to, you know, win the Electoral College. Because, yeah, because it's I not about, you know, the public vote, votes. Which is why we should probably also get rid of the Electoral College. I mean, we should probably definitely. It was meant, or I feel like it was created to appease the slave states mm-hmm. because it was made right after the, uh, the Civil War. And it was pretty much like this this compromise. It's like, okay, I know that you're Don't, losing a lot of It was slaves. a compromise of them trying to succeed from the United States. Like, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, well, yeah. I know you're pissed off, this basically. Is, yeah, but this but is what we'll we can do. But we'll make your vote count for a little more since you're losing your property. Like I said, sacrificing yeah. your morals. Q, did you have something, bro? No. That's crazy. I didn't know that either. You hit me with all these gems like, bing, Dude, America and racism is like, they're synonymous. We really got to oh, yeah. undo a lot of that. Do you think that then, that like with Bernie and Hillary, because Bernie was like the more popular, hands down. Do you think like 
Hillary cheated with that or that was part of the Russia thing or it why? It was Russia. They hacked the DNC. They actually hacked the RNC too, but they they held on to all of the RNC emails and they only leaked the Democratic ones. And what they that did was sense. they literally mm-hmm. put out the emails mm-hmm. that had uh, burning people talking shit about Hillary people. So they wanted to pit them against each other. And people weren't paying attention to where the emails were coming from, you know, who was sending them, how they get them. All they cared about was like, oh, Bernie's guy said this about Hillary or Hillary's person said that or about Bernie. Or not even like wondering like, wait, how did y'all find that out? Yeah, like, and the Bernie or Bust guys, the whole campaign about like Bernie or Bust or don't vote at all, like that was all about getting, it was from Russia. Like they literally traced it back to Russia. I think they're called ISPs or whatever. I'm, I'm not really a tech person, but mm-hmm. they, they figured out that it was from an, a Russian source. Uh, IP was, address. Exactly. Or like every, yeah, every computer has like its own like unique code. Yeah. And that's why anytime you log into an account, you're like, oh, somebody over here or in another place and it'll show you it'll say mm-hmm. like for example like me and q we both have access to the activated uh podcast email but when i log in or he logs in while i'm logged in it'll say somebody else is trying to get into this account exactly. and it'll show a general error so yeah, yeah and for a long time they actually couldn't crack it like mm-hmm. they were trying to figure out who was hacking them and they couldn't figure it out but eventually they found out that it was a russian ip address and the guy actually ended up admitting it later too gucci for 2.0 it's a stupid name it's like a mix <laughs> of gucci and lucifer it's just stupid gucci, gucci for 2.0 he's the one that actually hacked the dnc you sound and the like an asshole. it's a guy actually <laughs> but you're right yeah Man, that's some that's some that's, that's crazy some politics for you. I have another question. I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep on. Um, do you think it would be better with Hillary then? I think it would have been, but they kept saying that she would be the reason we go to war because they were they knew that Hillary was calling Trump out the whole campaign about Russia. Nobody was listening, but she's called everything that's happening because she knew. And basically, she, we would be in war with Russia because she would do what we're supposed to do, and Trump refuses to do it. We literally have 120 million dollars put aside to like counterattack Russia with the cyber stuff, and he hasn't spent a penny. He's had that since wow. day one. So I mean, he doesn't want to piss off his friend that helped him win, and Hillary would have went after him. Uh, so that's, but that's an. Do Do you think that's an that's interesting right question? There. Would Would you rather have like an internal like societal conflict or be at war? What's with what Trump Russia? says? Trump's like, I'm, what's wrong with good U.S. Russia relations? Aside from the fact that Russia hacked well, us he's and tricked it, people right. to for him to win. Yeah, I think it's easy for the guy who's benefiting from it to say, hey, I'm just trying to make everybody peaceful. Yeah, let's chill, yeah. y'all. Yeah. Come on, we good. Mm-hmm. We good. Yeah. Is, that, is that why? Okay, so I watch every single Trump interview. I watch all of it. I don't. I watch all <laughs> of it because it's watch. history. <laughs> it is history. We're watching, we're watching, literally watching the 45th president of the United States use horrible grammar. Yes. Say the same thing over and over and just completely ignore everybody's answer. And he also like, it's crazy because like nobody talks how he down talks women. Yeah, and grabbed like by the pussy will like, be in the history books. Exactly. Yeah. And like our kids are going to have to know that at some point in time. Like <laughs> yeah. the president of the United States said, I grabbed her by the pussy. Like nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like. They're dudes, so they get freaky, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. with their wives, but you don't know what they, you know, you don't know what they're saying. Right, this is different. But this is the president and of not, the United States. He was very clear that they're not his wives. He was like, just any pretty woman. Yeah, I just, <laughs> exactly. I'll let you do it. Just that lady over there, you know, like, but, yeah. But it's just it's just crazy to me how we watch him and he just say, like, uh, I think I was just watching one and he was like, no, no, you, you're not into construction. So I'll tell you. Dude, like, that's he's his. He's talking to this female, this woman. He's like, no, well, the wall is... 
I'll, I'll, you're not in con, into construction. Your so small woman you. brain couldn't possibly comprehend. He does that you a know, lot. Hey, yeah. He do that. Yeah. I mean, he do that to dudes too, but it was just, it's just crazy. Like to a woman, it's even crazier. Because, and it's so, and it's so funny because like, but he can do that and nobody else can. Exactly. So, and that's the thing, because it's so crazy, because, like, from a, sports, from a sports topic of why it's different when it's somebody else versus the president, Cam Newton was like, uh, a female asked him a question, and he was like, he was like, yo, that's crazy. He was like, I low-key didn't know you, you, you knew what that was or whatever. Right. And he, he went back and clarified what he meant by it. Media took it, oh, he's downgrading women. Yada, right. Yada, yada. I remember made the him, clip. Yeah, put, yeah. What'd he do? Well, he basically he, just, he kind of laughed off a female reporter's knowledge of a football terminology or something yeah, like that. Yeah, or, or something that you, you pretty much would only it, do it if was, he was on the field. It was like mildly sexist. I mean, I, I, it, I'm a woman, so it's my perspective on it. Being mm-hmm. mild, some women might think that it's like really sexist. I think it's like, there's mild racism out there. It's not something that like, I think people should harp on as much as the things Trump says, which is what I think you're getting at. Exactly. Is that there are yeah. much worse things being said by the president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the president of the United States, and He's wild, and, and 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 then you flip it, put it on a different scale. He, he like is hood, bro. I know you yeah. don't want to really talk about it, but like R. Kelly, now it's to the point to where like everybody's against him for what he's doing. Right. And it's like which again the should. president, yeah, which they rightfully should. But the president has done, if not worse, same, the same thing. Yeah. Here's my thing though. I feel like you make a good point, but it also points to how the fish rots at the head. Like totally. Like, in this case. We're saying that because our president is so bad, which you're right, he is so bad, that people that are doing less bad things now don't seem so bad just because our president is that bad. You see how fucked we're as a country right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. everybody bad. Yeah. It's like, no, he's not as bad as him. So it's like. Mm. It's it's all bad. But you're totally right about the fact that our president is that bad. So we're really in yeah, some uncharted well. waters. Our president's supposed to be the opposite of all these things. He's mm-hmm. supposed to be the or she person that we look to and we're like, that's who we're supposed to be. And that's how deep in shit we are right now. I'm just exactly. going to say shit wasn't this bad Shout when Obama out. was president. It, of course, hell Harris. no, it wasn't. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Obama was one of the greatest. That- so do you think there's two sides fighting, right? That's what I'm saying is there's, there's something going on with, I mean... Right, the GOP and the Democrats. Somebody's, really somebody's that, fed up. Right? Somebody's they're fed. really getting into it that bad. Yeah, right? the GOP um, has been protecting Trump and actively for the last two years when they were in charge of all of the, like, the House committees, they were using that to get all the people involved to do fake testimonies, to basically just lie, 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 and they were covered up. But now that they lost the House, which is a big deal, because if they still had the House, then there's nothing we can really do. Game over. Trump's going to get reelected. But now that the House has been flipped, there's like this big deal. It was the biggest blue flip since like Reagan it's or Nixon, like way back in the day. It's been like yeah. a, several decades since we had this big of a blue wave. And, and so people were like, they're pissed off and they yeah. want to do something. And now we can. And so, yeah, they're fighting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's no, so crazy it. because like when when Trump and the GOP, and all that kind of stuff was elect for our going for election and they won it was like this is the first time the house the senate like everything was ran by republicans and the last time that had happened yeah was like the great depression exactly and world war well II. it came to look what happened it came to a stalemate i mean mm-hmm. the government well, for two years was literally like, yeah they yeah it, do it, anything. So, like, but i mean passed. realistically it would have had to have taken two years to flip it yeah exactly you know what i'm saying it's yeah. just so it, it just <clears throat> you know by the look like it happened fast before it got. Think about it, bro. Think about if he had made it to re-election before it got flipped or tried to get flipped. 
I still think people are hypocrites and they love it. And yeah, that, yeah. That. Oh, oh, yeah he's fight. always exciting. Well, I mean, no, Trump they, is just exciting. But that's what I'm saying is we we, we can sit here and talk and be like, oh, we're hella mad at him, but we're still all. But like, I didn't vote for him. I think it's yeah, one right. thing to po- poke fun at someone that's like the audacity to run for president and you're Donald Trump. I think it's totally fine to make satire out of that. But I, I do think it's fucked up for people that voted for him. And now they're like, oh, I, I guess he wasn't that great of a guy. It's like, all right, I, he made a mistake, but you made a big mistake. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like, definitely. Well, I, I just think it shows you know, how very, but how you know you very stupid up, right? we are. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I no, uh, there's a lot of people that are stupid enough to have voted for him you're totally right and i I know that i'm still i had a roommate that voted for trump and she said all the traditional things like oh he's a businessman and blah blah and everything she said i was like you know he's bankrupt like six companies and like he's known for money laundering and all this these you know bullshit deals scamming but they don't they don't do the research i don't don't, want niggas in my apartments yeah or they know this and they actually are just covering up the financial stuff with the fact they know he's a racist because she actually did hate muslims and she made that very clear that's why I moved out. <laughs> it was it was really bad. Like it, wait, I, what? She, yeah, get away from that one. Yeah, no, it was it <laughs> was rough. Ain't, but, that, ain't that interesting how you could hate some people for something that they was just like? But this is that's my thing is, is the, the Muslim thing. It comes from um, us being very uneducated mm-hmm. as as kids and coming up and not realizing that those countries were okay and the Middle East was yeah just as good as any Western culture. Their buildings, and their you know everything the was is? good. I and feel they like destabilized the crap out of them. That's a good point. She actually she was from um what, Israel, I guess. She like she actually like was in the Israeli army and and she's a white lady though. So I mean there's that too. But she she has more firsthand experience than I did, and she still hated Muslims. I think it actually kind of made her hate them. And I was like, racism is so weird because it comes in so many different forms. <laughs> it really yeah, exactly. does. Yeah. And you're right about the the I'm, lack I'm of education for a lot of people though. <laughs> It's just in her case, she she was educated, but still stupid. It was weird. It was well, like they've sh- been fighting yeah. for like thousands of years, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I, I feel like when we start looking at it as like deeper as like people people's morals and instead of looking at it as like, I don't know, I, I don't like this person because of their religion or their race or something like that. I mm-hmm. think it's a deeper, like people don't, aren't I, comfortable with themselves. They aren't comfortable with their... Um, I it's, don't know. It's a like, lack of experience, I think, like you're yeah, saying, on yeah, the level yeah. of maybe she knew she only had so many encounters growing up with so many people that were Muslim that that was all she knew. Exactly, it's bad experiences. So yeah. That, so every time you uh, ha- you have this, you see this, or you have this stimulus, it brings you that same emotion. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. I think it's a lack of being able to control our emotions or con- or. I guess learning how to and lack of be awareness open. of the world around yeah, you, that's knowing it, that awareness. there's there's more than our experiences, and it's that's what it is. Usually, yeah. they say traveling is like the the cure to racism. Yep, <laughs> just meeting people from different places. Exactly, and exactly. a conversation. Yeah, a conversation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you for helping me find the word. That's oh, what I was no really worries. getting at. Yeah, like, yeah. We need more awareness. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're aware, it's like okay. They did this because I don't know why they did this. Yeah. And that's why I'm you now know the or why. that's why I'm angry. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You're same upset because you don't know the why. Like, why yes. is this? Like, and you, but you think about it, it, it happens that way in school. Like, if, if these were quote unquote the bad, the bad countries, why didn't we learn about this? Why all of a sudden you guys just come up, oh, Israel's bad. Wait, yeah. why? Like, I didn't hear anything about You're them totally doing right. Anything. It goes back to what he was saying about education, lack mm-hmm. of education. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's education. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Black History Month. Or the wrong education. The wrong education. There you go. Okay. Yes. Because, yeah. uh, yeah. I mean, if she was born in a different place, she would have a whole different, different perspective. on yeah. things, right? So mm-hmm. it's very, um, I think, 
it's very telling of we have to look within ourselves and, and it has to be it's a long change of like a societal thing where okay. we all take the steps Total or as many people as we can mm -hmm. to you know and that will make a small difference um, yeah the I same goes for class too like the billionaire uh, wilbur ross who's like our secretary of commerce when the shutdown happened he was like i don't know why <laughs> these people can't just go get oh a, a loan oh why my. are they at the you know bread <laughs> yes exactly they said the people that work for the government are going to uh to shelters to go get food or food uh donations yeah, food to get food. yeah 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 no and he this dude is super old white dude he looked like the six flags he's a mega billionaire this guy was so rich before he even got into the white house super super rich i don't know i don't understand why yeah. I'm like, what? They had They're two yo, paychecks. Yo, really quick, and I'm and I'm bring it down to even like a lesser scale. As y'all know, Tia went to Virginia for training for the last month or whatever. During the government shutdown, they when you normally leave after your 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 payday. They're supposed to give you an advance so that way you can take care of your finances that you normally would have to take care of during the week. Mm -hmm. There's no government. I mean, the government shut down, so there's no advancements. Oh, we'll give it, you know, you'll get it by Friday. You'll get it by such and such day. You'll get it by such and such day. It went on and on and on. And obviously she needs, she needed, obviously we needed food at the, at the house, at the apartment, but she's going to need food while she's gone. Right. So again, she's having to come out of all this money, you know, out of her pocket because the that government. That she's lucky like, she even has. A lot of yeah, people that she was like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. but when she, but when she kept stressing the point of like, hey, I'm all the way in Virginia like I have, I have little to no money, mm -hmm. and you want me to be here for like three weeks, and they're t you're talking about I may have to pay for this hotel that I didn't, you know, I didn't plan on in yeah. the first place. Yeah, and, that add up. You know, three yeah. weeks in a hotel? What? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah exactly. And, and then you got to worry about the food and stuff like that. She, she, got, it got to the point to where it got all the way up to her XO, which is basically like her commander. Right. And he was like, and he had the nerve to question her, talking about well. It sounds like you're not being financially responsible. Ooh, I hate that. And because, I'm like, dude, as a poor person, and I've always been poor, like at long, just very, very long life of being poor. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a veteran at this. And I know a lot of poor people. It is not because people are just bad with their money just because. I think it ties back to education. It ties back to just the, the structure of class. And oh, like, you, I, you've seen the study that says you can't, nobody can can live off of minimum wage in Dude, America? Yeah. In America, you cannot live off of minimum wage. Like, I, I, honestly, I honestly feel like that's why it's just so crazy to me, this disconnect between people that just make, because they're not even making that much either. A lot of people are not making as much as they, they try to let on. Like, there really are only so many billionaires, and the rest of us are kind of scrambling to, like, live up to our- Get what's our, left. Yeah, and so I hate when people like that, that he, and he works for the military. He's like, oh, she didn't save like me. It's like- I don't or know. no, it's, more a, money. it's a lot of things, though. It's a lot of and things. And you ain't got to go Especially in the military. Like, you can get to where you're at through a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, it's not just about who you know or what you know, you know. Yeah, that's that real. That could advance you. It could be literally be money. If I know that you're, you're, you're a lieutenant and I'm a colonel, and I know that this lieutenant, who's actually lower than me, has but makes more money than me, if I bring him up, He's going to look out for me. Mm -hmm. However you want to look at it, however you, I'll put it like this. It's gotten so bad now to like, however you think it may have got to that point, it probably, it, it's, a, it's a chance that it probably could have happened that way. Yeah. Maybe not in that particular situation, but somewhere throughout the entire government and military, things happen the way we 
think can happen sure. because that's how fucking bad. But just it is. to his, oh, anything if, with money can get you know can misconstrued or like you know messed up. Right, like, life mm-hmm. happens, dude. Like I feel like for people to assume in, in any circumstance to assume that someone is just poor because of like bad finances, like it's like yeah, my finances are bad because like things are stacked against us like living paycheck to paycheck is not a choice it's like when poor people they say like if you want to invest in the economy give a hundred dollars to a rich person because they'll save it and if you give it to a or actually no yeah you give it to a poor person and they'll spend it which actually stimulate the economy the idea is that poor people don't save because they don't often have money and they're usually not born into it it's like and they, the or they don't drive. have a base to be able it's, to build their own wealth upon. Yeah, it's a fundamental you know like like thing where if you're not born into wealth, you either have to spend all of your money on like saving up to. It's it's like it's just the the wages that we make. You have to have a crazy unique job. Like yeah. everyone's freelancing now. It's like there's no sense of stability these days. So living paycheck to paycheck is so normal that mm-hmm. I for someone to say like, oh, I don't see how this happened. It's like, dude, <laughs> look at the America. Yeah. Uh, look at the majority of people. Right. I, I, I guarantee I if you look up the average person's income to expense like record, it's it'll just clearly show. A, the, be, yeah, know. the average household has no like doesn't even have twelve hundred in savings, mm, like a thousand dollars. Like I most families, ain't got that. Yeah, <laughs> people that have two people working in a household, two parents, still can't afford to save because. Either they have kids, and when you have people that say like, "Oh, you shouldn't have kids," it's like whenever wherever you have, I think it's called um, uh, res- reproductive injustice, like a place where you don't have education or proper education, things like that. You're not going to have the right tools, or there are places where you don't even have abortion clinics, things like that. Like you're going to have a lot of kids in places where there's poverty, and they're always throwing it back in people's faces, like, "Oh, you shouldn't have kids," or "Oh, you should save more," or "You should do this and that." And it's like, well, if you look at a billionaire's finances, I doubt that they're necessarily just saving a bunch of stuff because exactly. they choose to consciously. I think it's just so easy for them at that point. Maybe you have should. so much money that obviously that you can still live lavishly. It's a different reality. Yeah. You're 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 saving more than you're spending. Exactly. Because even what you spend doesn't amount to what you're saving. Right. I'd rather if look I, at the average middle class person and see how they live their life without any inheritance or anything like that. Like a and like take away like their privilege. Like, you know, just look at how let's say like a black middle class household with like coming from like a you know a poor background. Like I wonder how they actually make it in this because I I don't know many of them. I know they exist, but the idea is that it's so hard for people yeah, if you if you don't have a certain privilege. Like I'm just thinking of like, you know, what would be considered the the bottom of the, you know, totem pole. And I honestly mm-hmm. it, it comes down to like race and, you know, gender and like it's just Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely women by far. Yeah, get paid. the the yeah. factors mm-hmm. just suffocate people yeah. and that's why we're all on drugs, <laughs> you know? Like, oh, definitely. Why do you think come on now, alcohol? Come on now, what do you think? I, I it's know? it's really sad, actually. I feel I feel like it's just to make it in this world, you have to get really, really creative. And I know that doesn't sound as exciting as it used to. It's just like because because it's just that much harder now. That's real. So yeah. real. That's real. What do you think is the breaking point then? Because I mean, like, right? We all, most of us eat. Mm-hmm. So that do you think it's once people aren't able to feed themselves? I think it's really think when so. people start because I see, you know, I see this is, uh, and I've tried to tell them. Uh, this is like the line before people start not being Rioting able to in eat, the streets. right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. right. So we haven't, but we haven't crossed that line of real protests and real riots and mm-hmm. things like that. It has to get so, worse before it gets better. I think, yeah. I feel like Congress doesn't want to get to that point, so they're trying to undo what Trump has done. But honestly, 
one of the best things I think that can it's, happen. I think it's, it's beyond it's the point. It's so of crazy. Like, yeah. I, like he said, I think we're we're it's crazy. This is the, this is the we're at the line of where, like he said. You know, the twilight zone. but they're doing very good of us not passing that like line, they're going the under, right? Because yeah. they're like, we, exactly. They've done because they've they done a good job controlling it to making sure we don't go overboard, right? But I also feel like we're definitely past the like, okay, we can't just regress and like fix. It's beyond repairable. Like at some point in time, it has to tip over yeah. for them to just be like, all right, fuck it, let's just yeah. start fresh. So that's the thing with like people like Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook when they're part of the problem, right? Mm-hmm. This guy is part. of agreed right yeah um we're too busy like do you think that social media has been uh played a big part in our d- distraction right <laughs> oh, yeah. of yes. us yes. yeah definitely because since we're not i mean people are eating less we definitely can't afford like things that we used to mm-hmm. um so that we kind of get fed <laughs> they they use that even more right yeah really okay. pumping out like this is vicarious lifestyle that we could be starving at home but you can go on instagram and live in this fantasy world for a few minutes and yeah, Netflix. Makes you like, forget, makes yeah, you forget you everything get, Yeah, you can get lost in, in all kinds of things and, on and the internet. And you notice all of them, you can have friends now, and it's all communities. Yeah, yeah. YouTube, you need friends. Dude. Instagram, you got friends. Facebook. Yeah, because I'm just Google wondering how, how much like it can get worse LinkedIn. before people actually Global go warming out. might take us you out think, before. You think like climate change? <laughs> you said what? Yeah. You think global warming I think, might take us out I think climate change would take us out before we get to that tipping point. So yeah. that's the question is, do you Did think you that the, they, they also Antarctica? distract us from... You know our real demise of you know because science. That's because that's money. We do. I I do it. I study it. You know because I'm in grad school for um, environmental engineering. So like water resources and um, these are things that uh, money. um, In order to get water right for the next in by 2050, we're gonna need a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can tell that it's not going there right right, now. Yeah. Right. Um. And so and all over the world, climate change is gonna change like movements of people, and we're gonna see it. So do you think that? You know, the people who do have the money and th- they really believe like, oh, this is kind of it. So we're yeah, I think they'd be the first ones to have tickets for the spaceships to go to Mars or something. <laughs> I really do think that like if it got to that point, like class, oh, yeah. class will re- remain what it is. Like if they can help it, I think the rich will continue to be richer and richer and richer until let's say like our planet is dying. Like it's, it's like overheating. It's got a fever. It's like fucked up. <laughs> it's like, well, we know that insects are like, uh, there was an article, like 75% of all insects have died. In wow. Mass, like of all insects, not just like oh honeybees and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, Wait, say wait, that again. I don't know if it's as high as that, I th- but I, th- but it was around there upwards of above 50, 70, 50% of population okay. in the last like 30 years, 50, 50, 30 to That's 50 crazy, years. G. Dude, it's like, it's we, really bad. The oceans are acidifying at like a, an extreme alarm. Dude, this polar vortex shit, like we're like everything yeah. is like, it's, it's reaching the surface. Like we can, we can see it now. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just been happening for way longer and it's only going to keep happening because we all smoke and we all hey. drive and we all, we're all <laughs> part of the problem. <laughs> all of us. Destroyed the EPA. Not destroyed. I'm gonna say this. That movie, the day after tomorrow. That that shit is what was happening. Well, that's what they say. The polar vortex is very. Bro, it's very similar to it. Yeah. Bro, 
negative 58 with the windshield factor. That's insanity. Have y'all ever been in some shit like that? I've been that? in negative I mean, 12 with flip-flops like a dumbass. I got off the plane thinking from California to New York that I'm like, oh, I can dress how I dress in Cali. Nah, fuck it's that. like hitting a brick wall. So fuck that. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. flat earth like a Russian <laughs> thing then? Like, do you think, uh, I'm just wondering yes. because there's things I, like that where it's so, you know, it wasn't real or even being anti-vaccine. I understand what? questioning Wait, things. He's, he's saying our fl- the flat earther conspiracy is that a lot of these things, these I don't are, know specifically about the flat earther one, but a lot of conspiracies have been tied to Russia that are similar. What about uh, the moon landing? See that one? But these are know. things, yeah, <laughs> I believe stuff like that, the, the, they didn't land there at first because it was trying to show off against the Russians mm-hmm. back in the 60s, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But I these are things I think that like nowadays flat earth and anti-vaccine actually really hurt the population. Oh, Whether definitely. that we landed on the moon or not does not hurt the population whatsoever. Good point. Oh, no, no, no. Good I distinction. wasn't saying that. Yeah. I was just asking like. Yeah, yeah. Because anti-vaccine is... P- like that's one of the scariest Disease. things you'll ever yeah. face right so it, it it makes sense that somewhere in like russia you know where. dude someone just put out an article i guess it's more of a blog post but they were speculating on that exact thing and a lot of when it comes to the russian investigation strangely enough they're that crazy that a lot of speculation ends up being true which is why the podcast is so popular is because people are like oh my god how'd you guys know that it's like dude all we're doing is guessing based on what we see and crazy shit is it's happening becoming, yeah. it's real it's life coming to light yeah so i do believe or at least this person had a good point that Russia would have been smart in their ways to put out the anti-vaccine because it's gotten big in Huge. that and perfect amount of time. And, uh, yeah, I think, was it Kentucky or yeah, something? Well, Washington died from measles. So. Yeah, it's insanity. Which is enough to outbreak the entire country. That's oh yeah, enough. dude. With some, even with a vaccinated. I'm, I, I try not to be too terrified. Like we, we joke in our podcast about all this, but like the reality is that more people really should care but the scary thing is is that they don't and they probably won't in time to do anything about it i think we're reaching a point where like the global warming damage is irreversible right we've got like 12 years and that's nothing that's how many elections two we're gonna fight the whole time (laughs) we're not gonna get anything done and that's when the planet's done but it's easy to keep the planet people from freaking out right right when things happen slowly right right you know, they know, oh, this, something is really going to happen, you know, um, mm-hmm. but the easiest way to control people is by disinformation yeah. I'm interested fighting in within the themselves. My bad, my bad. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in, you said 12 years right. you got left. Where that's you get that from? I read that in an article. I want to say it was, it's a liberal paper probably. I read a lot of them. <laughs> I mean, no, that's cool. And, but what... Uh, did they just say 12 years just because at the alarm at the rate of everything's going well yeah based on everything we're doing right now and this is like over 98 percent of scientists too so like they've been studying this for at least 10 years and they they really do feel like we only have so many more years like you can count on your hand almost like before things are irreversible so yeah it it, that could still look pretty similar to right now oh so you're saying we still got time to to change our ways and and yeah i destroy the planet I believe that we have enough time if we actually use the time. Because 12 yeah. years may sound like a lot to you, but politically speaking, I mean, like. Yeah, no, that ain't. That's, that's a lot. Nothing. Obama was here 12 years ago, basically. Like, yeah. Yeah. almost. Yeah. No. Really? Yeah, because, yeah, think about it. Well, it's 10 years. 10 years. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's years. still, that's he was just here. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Yeah. Oh, gee. Yeah. That shit's crazy, bro. Yeah. Well, you're having voting yeah. for a vote. If you had a kid today, when they turn 12 years old, if we do nothing about it, their future will probably not exist. <laughs> like that's crazy. And I don't know how long that's it would take to undo, but I think about the super volcano whenever I think about the worst case scenario. Like, how could we actually be wiped out with like one good sweep? It probably wouldn't be exactly like day after tomorrow style because that would take a long time. The ice age takes a long time. But I do think that we could trigger one of these crazy volcanoes, like that's in I think it's 
where is it yellowstone, yellowstone. Has one. there's yeah. a few around the world yeah that, i mean but, like it yeah. just takes one good i mean you, we got pompeo right right mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. that could happen yeah so what, what's pompeo it Pompeii. was just one of the the super volcano not super volcano but like one of the the a big volcano a big volcano yeah, yeah that like killed the, the whole largest, civilization yeah was it is it like in rome I don't yeah. even know. Okay. It's around there. <laughs> yeah, around the Greece area. It's like Greek, the Greek it, area. Yeah. It killed the whole It just, around. it happened in seconds. Like, people were still, like, uh, just, what do you call it, when they're just cemented into their position. Like, they had no idea. Horses were just out. They weren't even running. Like, people didn't have enough time to react to run. Like, the eruption was, like, so. Within 10 seconds, it's, like, all over the whole like place. The, the, like, the shockwave and, like, how much it, it like, combusted. Dude, and the ash. Oh, mm-hmm. even if you survive a volcano, like something like the super volcano, the ash will like kill all the crabs and shit. So it's yeah. like post apocalyptic right there. That's crazy because it's like you natural. I, I ain't trying like try try to go over there. Think you, about it this. It's like natural. I'm going to go. Is it a volcano in Australia? I'm going to go to Australia. Um, Australia is the worst place to go. They're having record hot temperatures right now, bro. You do <laughs> right, not. That's, that's one place that's you don't want to be don't when the world's immig- They don't accept immigrants. The, the ter- Trevor Bernard the ter- told us that. Well, no, they said you can't become a citizen. That don't yeah. mean I can't go chill for a minute. <laughs> but <laughs> they say that it, it's north is where people. That's what I've all I've read. Is Which north. is why I, I wonder how that's going to play out. You have Antarctica or you would go north because north is all unfreezing basically yeah. so all of canada russia that's why a big stuff i've read is russia's getting ready like, oh, to sell their land with like all the serbian areas. trying to expand yes maybe he's considering global warming and he's like they're gonna all want to come here I, that's what i've read a lot is yes they're they know that there's going to be a lot of land opening wow. up in the next 50 he's literally or pushing years. into ukraine that's what he's doing over there is like invading them and trying to make more well, that would make yeah. sense yeah. because they said like um you know how like Greenland and Iceland are the opposite. Right. They're actually saying like uh, even Greenland is getting historically warmer. Like it's starting to look like Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I mean, like if you think about how long we've always known that, you know. Yeah. To, to the point now, it's like, well, wait. I've seen we've the always known that these bears. two were the opposites, and now they're starting to look alike, or you know, start to be the same. Dude, it's real. Have you seen the pictures of the polar bears? Like they, they're like starving. I oh, mean, yeah, it could just like be one random polar, but it's just terrifying. Yeah. The, yeah. the crappy thing is, is that the animals die. But there's been times where there hasn't been like ice at the polars, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that humans could survive it. But I think that the big problem is, is that it's going to be very difficult to find food, probably. Right. right. Um, yeah. So that's just my thing. Because growing crops is an issue with weather, and then you have to consider the animals that won't be around like yeah it's that it's that not gonna be a good future yeah yeah if it makes me salty if they ain't got their chicken yeah <laughs> we need to invest in science which is crazy when i was a kid i wanted to be a scientist but then i realized that i didn't want to do a job that i could probably never live to see complete like scientists they really give their lives to the experiments and yeah, like that's real. they may die before the results even come out so i was like no i'm too selfish yes. for that i'm gonna be a comedian and get all the rewards <laughs> yeah, right now that's the I problem mean, <laughs> and i'm glad you brought that up because i feel like you know with our followers a lot of people don't know who you are That's true. and how not and obviously how knowledgeable you are on like something as serious as our government Thank and you. you know i wanted and to they ask, don't like, know that you were hilarious yeah oh yeah i didn't make too many jokes now now, <laughs> now we need to get into like the who jaleesa is okay you know what i'm saying and like we're 
where did you come from? Like, right. Like, what, yes. what got you here? Right. Yeah, well, exactly. my birth chart says, <laughs> no. I'm and don't kidding. forget you got a camera, so you can point yeah. to the camera. That's right. I got really into talking to you guys. Now. Yeah. No, that's all good. That's technology. how it be. You got activated. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm from New Orleans. I was New born. New Orleans? Yeah. Born and raised there. Um, kind of then, like there and North Louisiana. So I grew up in the country too. Like we had like 13 you dogs. Like and. <laughs> I know, know Boozy, but I mean, I, I like one Boozy song. Okay, you know? all right. Uh, Wipe me I, down. I, I get down Boozy. <laughs> I do like like the music that came out of there. Like a lot of trap music came from the South, and now it's really popular. We, so that's cool. Yeah, seeing Drake Wayne. do a bunch of like uh, New Orleans, uh, what do they call it? Oh, see, I'm losing it. I was never a cool person there. I was always picked on. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was bullied in New Orleans growing up for not having the Southern slang. Really? Yeah. Or so just partaking in like the southern lifestyle. You didn't have a twang. You didn't say baby. Baby. Yeah, I can't say it. <laughs> 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 I would get so bullied. What's going on? Yeah. Man? My girl would be so salty about that. Like she just loves how like they say. Hey, I love it too, it, baby. I just like, don't hate people that don't <laughs> say. It. <laughs> No, okay, she wouldn't hate you, no, right? but cool. she be she would just ask you to say it just because she exactly. Loves I love but hearing it too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I loved. Uh, my dad grew up in the same projects thing. as Lil Wayne. <laughs> That's crazy. He doesn't how, think about it so much. How was it growing up there in New Orleans? It was cool until Katrina came. I mean, like I mean, I was being bullied, so I didn't like school so much. But um, I loved Katrina the culture. Really came rain on your parade. No yeah. Well, the thing is, I was actually kind of happy when Katrina came because I could move. Mm-hmm. So it was like a personal thing for me. But um, yeah, I remember thinking like I thought I was going to go back to school the following Monday because Katrina hit on a Sunday. And so Friday I was like telling my friends like, oh, I'll see you. And, like two friends. <laughs> I was like, you know, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. see you on Monday. And uh, yeah, I never saw him again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said I never saw Yikes. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was supposed to be a joke, yeah, bro. They didn't die. <laughs> what, what, oh, okay. The okay, way she played it, you know how much it was. Yeah, you know how you'd be like, oh, yeah, me and such and such were supposed to do something like this. School was gone. We were supposed to meet up <laughs> later on the night. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah, that didn't happen. When I first called my friend after not hearing from her for weeks, she immediately said, I thought you died. So, like, I didn't feel so bad. But some people did die, you know? Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. I had a friend that drowned before Katrina. So, I was like, you know, it's old news. <laughs> kidding. It was terrible. Oh, yeah. There's actually going to be a, um, an American Crime Story series on the next season. You know, the one that had the OJ on Netflix? Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they did OJ, then Versace, and next season will be about Katrina. So I'm curious because Spike Lee kind of made a boring documentary about it. Like, I was in the Superdome like the week after Katrina, and mm-hmm. that was way more interesting than Spike Lee's documentary. Like, people were getting like robbed. Some guy was threatening to rape all the women and children. He was in there? Some guy killed himself right in front of me. Yeah, he like jumped off this. what? Yeah, dude. Katrina was crazy. Okay, yeah, because that's similar to the world ending, so I would like to know. (laughs) Seriously, that's as close as you you can get. That hurricane. That's as close as you you can get. You were in New Orleans when the rain is coming down? Literally, we're standing outside the Superdome about to go in as the first rain's coming down, Mm -hmm. and because we were super poor, and so we got on the last bus that was running that day just to go downtown to the Superdome, because we didn't have a car you know so a lot of people were actually staying in their houses like we had neighbors on the first floor that were just boarding their windows and i don't know if they because we lived on the second floor and the water got as high as like to almost touching our ceiling when we came back oh yeah because you'll see videos of like people literally in boats literally in boat touching street signs dude it it was real and so yeah it got to the point where the national guard was in charge of us like they were supposed to keep everything in order but they got terrified because they stopped 
clearing people for like guns and stuff so they knew that people were coming in with weapons at a certain point and they just started separating themselves from us so they had their families with them in a different part of the superdome and we were on our own and so things just started freaking Wait, out like what yeah they just pointed their guns at us they were like stay away from us like it would because it got really bad like a lot of criminals, i'll tell you you you're in survival mode like, yeah, I, yeah I, they were terrified of us. i get it like but I, I, obviously i was just a kid but there were a yeah, lot of people yeah. around us that were like breaking glass breaking into the vip sections and trying to make like a black market someone tried to sell me ice cream cones just the cones <laughs> like no ice cream because there was yeah. no generator there was no water people were bathing in the bathrooms like naked grown-ass women their kids are in the sink it was crazy and so the first night we were all sitting in the stadium seats but then the tornadoes start coming and they tear apart the roof yeah while i remember we're in the there. roof came yeah. off yeah right? so okay. we're like Wait, okay what? we gotta move to yeah like it was happening in real time yeah. and i was 12 so like my brain remembers it like kind of as a movie that was yeah, like, exactly <laughs> i was like what well, it is a movie you're yeah. living like 2005 exactly, i think yeah, I, yeah. i've been I knowing you for two years i never know none of this <laughs> i Bro, try to distance I re- myself I remember hearing about that. of course because well, that's a scary ass time. in indiana in indiana we were affected by the hurricane mm. weather wise like yeah while yeah, that was going was. on while that was going on it rained the entire time her it was insane was going on. and they didn't tell us to leave like it wasn't a mandatory evacuation until the night before so that's mm-hmm. why we took so long to decide what to do a lot of people but didn't had it also, no idea didn't it also get reported late that it would be as bad as it was well, it landed as a category three but it was a five in the gulf and they were late to tell us that because they should have predicted it but mm-hmm. you know it was just really bad like it, it was, was just the shittiest circumstance wasn't set up yeah a lot of yeah, poor people yeah, like were in they, a bowl you know like yeah whether they knew the information or not you guys were set up for failure. Mm-hmm. You guys were set oh, up for totally. failure. Oh, totally. Yeah. You know? so, um, so tell me after the roof came off with, with yeah. everybody. Yeah. Here, so everybody <laughs> just like looked up. We were like, well, fuck. Uh, yeah, we moved to a different part. Yeah, we had to all sleep in the hallways of the stadium. So it was like where the ramps, where people are walking around. Yeah. Like, we were sleeping there for a few days, and then we just kept moving from place to place. Um, my boyfriend at the time was actually in the Superdome with me, so I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is like summer camp. No, it was, it was terrifying. <laughs> but it was, you're young enough to be like, you a kind little of make a little fun adventurous. Out of it. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. worst part to me... Yeah, aside from, like, the people that were threatening rape and stuff, I kind of tuned that out. But the worst part was that, um, God, I almost lost it. Oh, the food. They gave us, like, MREs, like, uh, ready to oh, eat. Oh, yeah, yeah rations. That's I what I, when, so when I used to bring them, when he, he was in, I was like, y'all got them rations? Let me Dude, get the rations. yeah, I starved that week. I refused. I had, like, a, one of those milkshakes. You didn't want the, the bubble bag. guts? I didn't want the bubble guts. No, not yeah. in those <laughs> bathrooms. <laughs> you got two symptoms. Constipation, bubble guts. There's no generator. Which one you Dude, which one you want? <laughs> I refuse to use the restroom. Like I really you know tried to limit my time. Like just I didn't want to go anywhere. Like I was just I hung out Those with, are like six thousand calorie meals that they gave. They're me. so gross though. Hey, I ain't gonna flex. Some of them motherfuckers was fired. No, it was fired so because you ain't eat nothing else for that a long time. That's I mean, why. hey, the shit. chili cheese, mac That's and cheese. That's how you had it. Exactly. It you march good. for thirteen hours with a 75 pound book bag on <laughs> yeah she I need eat the a, calories like, yeah shit. i eat some macaroni and cheese in a box too. dude the cool thing though like yeah, uh, they, get, they get you snickers and stuff too you know oh really i didn't yeah. get that the happy ending after it's probably Katrina. It was getting sold oh yeah i sold a, I sold a, a bag of skittles for 25 dollars in basic training so you would have been in the black market during this hey. oh dude but it wasn't as bad as the convention Survival. center and that's what that that people at the convention center across downtown in new mm-hmm. orleans they were getting their head chops off like they were wait what yeah like really? the murder real life? was real yeah yeah like like straight people up. were like, dying like, people were getting killed yeah like they, they I, were just losing their minds and people were murdering other people and because the Superdome was bad, but it, uh, Convention Center was way worse. I mean, why was people people because it was 
it because they were stuck? Well, like, you said that they lost order, right? So yeah. that's. Do you think that's kind of why? I imagine the, the same thing. Yeah, happened with them because it happened so quickly with us in the Superdome. It went from like they're checking us in to like a couple hours later. They just so many people are flooding in, like a lot of homeless people, clearly like mentally ill people. They just they kind of get overwhelmed and they slowly start moving back. And it's just it, yeah. I don't know if they. I don't know if someone did something or what, but after they stopped caring and they started separating themselves, that's when the real crime started happening. So it was almost like they just knew <laughs> that it was going to get out of hand and they were like, let me just get away. Yeah. yeah it, let's, it, let's go over here. Yeah. yeah over let's, here. let's. They knew what was it coming. It became, I feel like it became more of a, let's just protect ourselves. Like, yeah. Yeah. Whatever y'all got going on. Hey, y'all just got it. by the number of people. Cause I really don't remember anything popping off until late at night. So it was like, they just knew by the numbers that it was going to get bad. Like when you see riots in the street when they aren't like super crazy, it's just like a March. Like it's just, I guess, terrifying to, to yeah, people. Yeah. 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 But what you were saying, scary. you said something came out of that or. Oh yeah. Uh, Oprah, she bought my grandparents a house because of Katrina. She would have bought my parents a house, but they didn't show up to the meeting because Oprah didn't say she was going to be there. It was just like, can I say the, wow. can I say it? That's interesting. Black people. Dude, Oprah. She's like the. <laughs> Oprah, make, Oprah, Oprah yeah. will buy you a house, but she don't show up to the meeting. Oh, you're talking about my parents. Yes. No, they're lazy. <laughs> they, Come Because it was a Habitat for Humanity meeting. So like just for people that were victims of Katrina to show up and, mm-hmm. and get assistance to find a house. And my parents probably slept in or something that day. They just, yeah, they didn't show up. And. That that's so interesting. So yeah. did so were you there? Did you see the Oprah? I got did to yeah, I see the house. She did like a show, an episode about it, and uh, she actually slept in my grandparents' house the night before the episode aired. <laughs> and I'm assuming she like took a shit in their toilet, right? Because where else is she hey. gonna shit? Yeah, exactly. hey. Wait, so your hey. grandparents met Oprah? Like oh um, yeah, they so met, they were on the episode. They're on the episode. Yeah. Oh, Angeline. Hey. I ain't gonna flex. <laughs> in today's world, I Airbnb the shit out that room. Hey, Oprah took a shit in here. Exactly. Seventy-five dollars a night. Exactly. Seventy-five dollars. That's a thousand, hundred thousand yeah. dollars a night. You know they frame the turd. I'm just saying. Yeah. You yeah. said frame the turd. Yeah. Put frame it in the glass. The put a little. Put yeah. the little ropes around it. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Red Laser carpet. beams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oprah's oh, that, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So shit of gold. <laughs> so between <laughs> Katrina to Oprah, you know, getting you guys a new house mm-hmm. in San Diego. How did you get from there to right. there? So we got the house in Houston and because um, my grandparents, we nice were living time. in their house in New Orleans. Yeah, so it's so funny. We went from living in their house in New Orleans to living with them in Houston. My parents, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but um, yeah, so my sister, my oldest sister joined the Navy. And so that was our introduction to San Diego. She invited me to come out because she knew I always wanted to be here. And then my family followed her. But they're gone now. They went back to Houston. <laughs> but they're gone yeah, now. Yeah, so I'm here. My parents are a funny but- little couple. <laughs> <laughs> were they okay in Houston? Because Houston had yeah. They, everywhere they go, like the storms keep following them. Um, <laughs> the but they're fine. South. It's so yeah. scary, though. It's I mean, the still, south. Yeah. Like, yeah, but Houston wasn't supposed to flood like that. Exactly. That was, that was really bad. That's like a climate. That's the yeah. one last year, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. Feel I feel you. It's global yeah. warming, dude. Everything's getting crazy. I feel you on all that. But look, no matter where you go. You got some shit. Oh, yeah. You're going to have a tornado or fucking something. East Coast, you got freezing temperatures, which can also tie into the Midwest as well. Right. But they're all getting crazier everywhere. Yeah. 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 It's getting worse and worse. Wildfires last year. Yeah. The wildfires are nuts. Houston's hurricane and Mm -hmm. those series of hurricanes. Remember Oklahoma? Oklahoma had all them tornadoes. Yeah. That's back to back. Okay. Okay. But really quick. I thought it was Alabama that that one was hella bad. Which one was it? It starts with a J, bro. 
You don't remember that? From no, I remember you're talking about the one in like OKC where they got hit with like five tornadoes in like yeah, three days like or whatever. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. I, re- I remember. And sports helps me remember and pay attention to a lot of other things, you know, but like I remember like Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, they were like really big on trying to get people to bring it, you know, bring money back in because like the amount of damages was insane the, yeah it was insanely high yeah and you know oklahoma's not that heavily populated to begin with mm-hmm. so for it to have that much damage and not enough money coming resources in, like yeah. resources like it's it was, it was tough serious. dude natural disasters will kill us all i feel it like i can't heavy. handle another yeah. one like we had a little rain in san diego this week and i was like i can't do this again i can't go through this twice like <laughs> right, it was too yeah. close it's just started yeah. looking a little close to a hurricane's weather like yeah. i know yeah, because, did, with the with okay. the uh, wind diego, coming in before yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's true i was looking at it like it, it this doesn't look like a normal san diego mm-hmm. rain <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. luckily it wasn't that bad <laughs> but yeah, i i since we've lived in san diego like when we was at work it was that work Friday or Thursday, whatever, when it rained? That went, I was like, damn, nigga. Well, since we've been in. It's that Midwest gust. <laughs> exactly. Hold on. It usually get down and dirty when it when that shit comes. I was like, what? I was like, what is San Diego? It ain't going to be that bad. Right. Uh, um, since we've lived in San Diego, it's been, di- the winter has been different every year. So Thank for the you. last I four so. years, yeah. I, I've seen a different winter every single time yeah like, it'll be the first winter it was kind of rainy but not that much the next winter yeah, it was 14, no 29. rain the next w- one was 2017 hello rain the next one yeah, was like was not last rain. one wasn't so bad and then this year it's raining again mm-hmm. like more but it's hard rain so it'll come and it'll just drop and then go and away then we go. good yeah yeah so it's very different um, yeah scattered showers are, are really creepy out here it is yeah. it is yeah. <laughs> yeah no scattered showers are literally like scattered showers yeah like, exactly like, i've literally been standing on the opposite side of a uh of a highway overpass and it's raining on one side and on the other side it's just sunlight and i'm it's like so funny yeah i don't miss like, the weather in the south i want to get wet or not it's not what i came here for is that what you came here did you come here to do comedy i mean not no, to do actually, comedy but i came here really to uh just i always wanted to be in california like in louisiana it's so funny the abbreviations are la and i always told myself that like i'd go to the real la someday <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So, yeah. That's what you got to do. I yeah, just said I'm yeah. getting out of Gary. I just yeah. ended up here because uh, my sister was stationed here, and I just fell in love with it. I never knew San Diego existed before she joined the Navy. <laughs> and I just, it's the most beautiful, like, all the hills, everything, because the South is so flat, you know? Mm-hmm. It's America's most beautiful city. It really so is, is. So yeah. it's been called. I started school here. Actually, my senior year of high school was my first year in San Diego. Straight so up. So I was super disrupted. I didn't care, though. That's how much I hate the South. I was like, I broke up my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm like, I was like. <laughs> you I, said I broke up my boyfriend. Yeah, I had to. It wasn't going to work long yeah. I knew it but um yeah I just I wanted a new life and I feel like I got it yeah I didn't start comedy until about two years after I got here really what yeah. what sparked that if I can ask well a date actually it's always romantic with me I feel like uh, <laughs> I was taking on a date to a coffee shop that had you know the stats right you yeah of course yeah yeah, yeah. when when um the older hosts were, were doing Shut it so it was really stats. popping yeah yeah it was like the line used to be out the door yeah. on the block so it was a big like date night thing and I just fell in love with it. I went every week. I started to budget my money so I could tip them every week. Like, I became a super fan. And most comedians start off as fans. Like, oh, yeah, they hate it, though. They'll, anyone that yeah. goes from fan to comedy, they're like, oh, you just fucking loser. They all start off as fans. So, yeah, I just I started doing it. And um, I've been doing it for five years now. And the podcast <laughs> I've been doing for one year. And in all my five years of doing stand-up, I've never had fans or really made money or felt like a purpose until the podcast. Like this whole industry is 
like booming. But ain't it crazy though how everything you, can tie into each other? Totally, exactly. Yeah. You, you you may not have been all of the comedy and all of that because in in retrospect, it's all holding a microphone. It's all talking. And it's all expressing yourself and Less pressure, all though. interacting. It's all interacting. You're right. Yeah. It is. You don't have the in, instant feedback like in stand up, right. but you still have the practice of. Being able to use your own voice, I guess. Well, I, a, pref- I prefer podcasting. Know. Yeah, I'm actually at a point where I'm like slowing. I'm, my stand up, I'm, I'm getting more like I do my paid shows. Like I hate to say it because it sounds pretentious. I used to be the kind of person that would say yes to everything. But I realized that time is super valuable. It takes mm-hmm. so much to produce a podcast. So most of my time is podcasting. I only do shows now that I think are like either crazy worth it or well, like I feel like I really need to be there. Like I owe it to someone yeah. or myself or something. You're you on that level now. I mean, not saying you're on that like, you know, anything like that. But hey. I mean, you're on ascension. So you gotta, you got you got a charge. Magic Johnson said it. He was you got like, value. You know, yeah, people get mad when I tell people when I tell them no, and it's like, you gotta understand. When I was down here, I could entertain the BS. Yeah, you know, do anything. Do but everything. I'm not, I'm, I'm not there anymore. Now I'm up here. Mm-hmm. So now you, you, it's you really gotta, a, you gotta it, prioritize. It's a value trade It's, a pri- yeah. Yeah. it's, a value it's all about what you, what can you bring to the table. Yeah, and I really I had to stop caring about what people thought, which is one of the hardest things. Like I Ooh. love pleasing people. Yeah, Ooh, dude, say that again. I'm a huge people pleaser, yeah. and it's like my biggest weakness. Sometimes it helps with the entertainment, but then when it comes to my peers, I've realized it doesn't work that way. And your your spirit, exactly. And your, and your, your mental you know, sanity. Yeah. yeah, you can have people you network with, people you fuck with, people you collab with, whatever. But there are a lot of people, probably even most people, that you really shouldn't even care about exactly just, it's just so simple or, we think we should or they're there or you shouldn't care about their opinion of you exactly yeah i don't say like be you know malicious about them or hate yeah. on them but just realize that your l is your l and, and your win you is your win and you're in your own path like one of my favorite comedians the guy that really influenced me to start he was uh, one of the headliners at stats one night and i liked him because he pushed boundaries like i know every comedian does but he made a joke about the sandy hook shooting like a day after the shooting and i was just like I like this. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to. So. I mean, we go for the edgy. So exactly. Yeah, but he, he made a really good point. He said, roses don't compete with other roses. They just bloom. And so anyone that like in that. stand-up that thinks that, oh, my success is a reflection of theirs or vice versa, <sighs> it's like, oh, you're looking at it so wrong. Like, exactly. Even if you think you're looking at it right, it's wrong. It's we just can you can exist in the same world. And it, it was really hard for me to accept that like mean people can be successful. But it's kind of true. Oh, you got to be an asshole. That's because you I mean, have to you don't be, have but to. But a lot be, of though. them succeed by not caring. It gets them further along because they don't stop to consider other people's feelings. Which you're right. It helps them move along. It's, I just, I'm not that person. I but care I, too I feel much. like it's. I feel like it's a balance though. Like yeah, you can. Yeah. Yes. Like it, yes. it's genuine. It's genuine. Do I want to build value in myself or I want to devalue you? And I feel like exactly. you can. You can get to the same outcome. But it just depends on the path that you choose to get there. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Like and we you can, all have our own path. Exactly. Like you can you can build your business and you can cut people up on hours or you know not pay people appropriately or you can do whatever and then you can become rich or you can become wealthy. Mm-hmm. Or you can start you a, a business and you can do the right things, have the right morals, you know, make the right connections, and then you can become wealthy as well because yeah. then people support you because they support the dream. Exactly. I so, feel like it's. I'm like, what? What's up? Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, don't mind yeah, me. I'm like, what? Don't mind me. That he was, was saying it because I was hitting that gym. Because I was hitting that's, that that's gym. That's that six size shit. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? We all. That, no, do you, where mind. do you guys post this? Like YouTube? YouTube, YouTube nice, Spotify. Nice. Yeah. YouTube's yes. A tough oh, yeah. One. The Instagram so how, is on every streaming okay. uh, platform. Um, 
yeah, how does it feel to have like a, a successful podcast? Because that's what kind of we're trying to do. But Hell it's yeah. yeah, give us it's the, give very us the, hard the, to the break secrets, it, right? Uh, and right. you you provide actual like legitimate. We try to provide value, but your stuff is very um, that's very sweet. Yeah, just educational. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think because you're really quick. You're your podcast is like top ten and the it, political. It has been. Yeah. Area. Right now it's like number twenty something on the news and politics charts, but it's been as high as like number. Eight, I want to say in the okay. U.S. Yeah, and, yeah. And you're just waiting for everything to accumulate, and then yeah. you're gonna blow up, and because well, you're gonna have a cool documentation of t- exactly. It's gonna be like one of those things you can look back on no matter what year you're history. in. History, yeah, and, and it's there. Yeah, totally. It was just so fun to do in real time too. There was always something to talk about, and I think that's really important when you're doing a podcast. It's like something that is like uh, the theme because a lot of people they have podcasts. It's just like we're just friends and we're just talking. But like having even if your theme is just talking about like real. Sh- like there's got to be something about it that's niche enough to attract people it's just so hard to start when you're the the pool because i'm not shit you know individually like our me and my co-host we're not really the shit but together i feel like there's something that we stand for and when you have a collective conscious or uh, the same idea or the same way right it's just all focused towards there and so the little things the little problems we would normally have as like individuals they get pushed to the side because it's all in the name of the podcast so i think let's say if your if your brand is that weird the product we're the pool it's still possible i just think it sometimes takes longer because you're building your base while you're building your personality yourself yeah and we don't need to focus on the personality it's just bonus because the brand is the fact that it's educational so i think we just took kind of a loophole and then being politics and comedy it's like when you combine two things like that like and just fuse anything like if you fuse sports and comedy or sports and music any combination like that comedy is just its own well the nicher the better because that helps your advertisements like you can actually charge a higher price per cpm um like your downloads whatever per like it's just okay i think the average is like a per thousand downloads you can have a certain cost attached to your ad space Mm -hmm. so if you're really niche you can do one for like a hundred dollars uh per ad space and like it can get like super high like thousands of dollars per ad yeah exactly exactly yeah so that's that's what i think the success element comes from is like (laughs) on the financial end is you're targeting advertisers that see you as someone that like if someone googles muller will pop up because there's not many things about Mueller and it's funny so people are like okay I can listen to this for a long time but it can be the same formula for anything for, it's yeah. just how can people just say I'm looking up this idea but and I not do, just this person I do think it has to be something that you're passionate about though 100% because then people will find out or they'll vibe it they'll it, yeah exactly they can read exactly. the room if you're passionate about it it goes for anything, stand-up, podcasting, whatever. Yeah. You're willing to suck at it. And I think we did suck in the beginning. People still listen to our first episodes, but I feel like they're, like, just the worst. By oh, default. you should see our first episode. I wouldn't know the first, like, five. <laughs> just, like, naturally, <laughs> like, the quality was worse, like, all <laughs> kinds of things. We, we were just getting the hang of it, chemistry. But some people still love to see the progress, so I don't discourage people from struggling. Like, just start where you are. But the idea is if you love it enough, then, like, you won't even do it for any other reason than just to do it, and then everything exactly. else comes. But, of course, there are factors that help you get successful quicker like a really catchy name actually helps it's like how many i can't even count people like we're like i'll look that up just because of the name like i i know that the brand can make the name like fallout boy means nothing really but like you know it's a band but i i I feel like it's if you're doing a podcast when you're competing with five hundred thousand other podcasts the name is really you need to have something that's an attention getter yeah it helps um aside from that you know like you said, being passionate ties into being knowledgeable. You're either willing to learn about it or you already know a lot. And people come to you as a source 
of information and not just like uh, shooting the shit is one thing, but like yeah. if you can do both, you, you can facts. shoot the shit and you act. Yeah, people look to you as a source. Yeah, so that's kind of what I feel like are the are the main factors. Woo! I don't I don't mean Jam. to ask numbers, but how many downloads does your guys' podcast? Right, the last ten episodes are all over a hundred thousand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have. <laughs> I look at our stuff. We got four hundred total downloads. But that's still good. Do we but, used to party when we hit eighty downloads? And that's what, right because we loved it. And I think that you guys are on the right path you yeah. love it yeah. and it's all about that's, the journey that's a lot. the that's, fan dude wow. i was i almost like a part of me was getting overwhelmed with the work that i almost kind of walked away from the project went right before we got fans it's like just just hold out like it's like if you're doing those things and you're <clears throat> fusing it all together just right it will pay what off. what do you think was the tipping wow. point when you was like when did okay because you said like you said people you said you weren't the best when you first started mm-hmm. when did you feel like you hit that tipping point where now, like now people are watching? Right. And then kind of what, what did you do when that happened? Yeah, I noticed about eight episodes in, because like I said, my uh, boss was advertising it. So that helped. The mole investigation just started picking up around this time a year ago, and she was putting like 150 per ad per week. And so we, like dollars. Yes. Oh, OK. So they, you had somebody investing in. This. Yeah. She she had a lot more money. I've always been poor. She, your, your boss, my boss, the executive producer, the main host of the show. Oh, OK. 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 Yeah, OK. Yeah. When you say your boss, I thought you meant like like your job, your regular. regular no, like this is my full time job. job. Yeah, okay, I, yeah, I podcast yeah. full time now. Uh, I, you I make enough crazy. money too. God, yeah. good for you. Yeah, yeah. Patreon. Good for you that is. Dude, Patreon will. It's a saint. It's like the new YouTube because you can do it for anything. But there's like obviously a podcast element where you can post there like your bonus stuff. And you can also like do your your tiers like your subscription subscriber merch levels like it's beautiful i i patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com patreon you use it once you get to that dude no we started (laughs) off pretty early we did and we used to have like only a hundred dollars a month like we used to literally like i look at our first like you know shoot that's more than (laughs) we get Hey, but it's all good though. No, because we love it. We love it, but we're trying to. Yes, exactly. Exactly. We're trying to take it to the next level. Well, this helps by having we do about two episodes a week now. One is a bonus episode just for patrons. We just started that like three weeks ago, but before that, it was just free episodes every week, and then a couple of mini shows for bonus people throughout the week. So they really like the bonus content. Like if you can give something that's like a little extra, make them Mm -hmm. feel exclusive. Like we give them discounts to. Well, let's say you're not doing shows yet. Just anything merch. If you're doing your merch, they can get like free, not free merch, but a, a t-shirt with a certain like ten dollar a month package whatever yeah. you can afford they love that exclusive shit exactly okay yeah. i like that right there that's 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 fire right there Patreon. that's fire because yeah. if you didn't notice like we got the boom boom oh hell yeah you guys are already branding come on now, yeah. dude that's the yeah. key that's the key yes on, hell now. yes it ran out that's good <laughs> uh, you should have got the memory card see we we do like it's a video mm-hmm. um also but we always, there's always something random. Yeah, no we, worries. We got to get a um, memory card, a bigger one. I know the struggle. But it's yeah. good. It's gotten the last an hour and 20 okay, minutes. Cool. But it, I mean, we still use everything else. Yeah, so yeah, like, hell yeah. But that's cool. Sorry. I was just looking at it. No worries. Yeah, Patreon's really good. The stats are good. You can post anything like public, privately. Uh, you can have certain goals. Like right now we have almost 5,000 patrons. So that's just 5,000 people that donate to us monthly. And then we have people that just like give random donations. Like if you set your website up already, like mm-hmm. set up a part where they can just donate to you. Like if anyone that happens to have the money comes across you and they don't, you don't have a membership thing, just have a little PayPal link right there just because money is out there that's what i've learned as a poor person that's because i say i'm poor because i feel like 
<laughs> I see how much money is actually out there. Oh, yeah. It's, it's there. I, right, it's right. it's, it's like, floating around. My podcast makes way more than I could ever say I'm personally worth. So, like, I know that you can do it. I'm trying to get be, on your level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're trying to pick like, us like, up? Sure, sure. <laughs> Dude, no, it's real. Podcasting is, is booming. I, like, try to watch YouTube videos and read articles about it all the time. Like, the future of podcasting is so real. Yeah, it's the new radio, for yeah. sure. Yes. Yeah. It's oh, my God. And so many people have, like, smartphones now than they than they ever have. So, like, it's just becoming easier and easier. And it's still actually kind of hard for Android users, which means there's more money in the next few years when the tech people fix that. So, Apple is, like, the, you know, the kingpin right now. Yeah. But Apple's about to be run out by all these other things, like Spotify and Pandora's getting into it. iHeartRadio's into it. Yep. So, it's about to fucking be a gold rush for yeah, all Spotify. these platforms. Like, yeah, and we started Joe early. Exactly. Like you guys Joe Budden's podcast. Joe Budden's podcast kind of. is, is contracted through Spotify. Yeah, dude. That's cool. Joe Budden probably makes so much money. And, yeah. I, and I've read that jo- like Joe Rogan. I mean, we're talking about the biggest people. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan's been doing it for like that. 10 years though. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Joe Rogan was doing it. He's the, but with, he's the podcast king. Like, yeah, that is literally literally that's because he was doing it with the webcam that you plugged right. in the side of your computer and sat on the top of Dude, it. Dude, but put it this way. And he was doing a this is This is like the first, I'd say, three to five years where podcasting is like literally booming. Right. So yeah. people like Joe Rogan are still only just now reaping the Hitting financial yeah. rewards. So uh-huh. it's like when YouTube came out, let's say, you know, Funny or Die already made videos, but not, they really blew up when they could, sh- you know, share them yeah, to all So that's what Joe's doing. But you guys are at a level where it's like you're like the first people on YouTube. Like that's still a potential of five years from now being a fucking Philip DeFranco. I don't know oh, who yeah. you watch. Like right. y- it, the potential is right in front of us. My podcast just happened, I think, to do it quicker because it was right in the way with the investigation. Oh, yeah. But we're about to switch to a daily podcast that's just the news. So we're just going to try to like ride the wave of our fan base and just do your smart spin. Yeah. Basically smart. a spinoff. Yeah. And the ad, ooh, the ad money do, daily. Dude, if you can find a way to do daily shit and make ads, like it's, oh my God. It's like, it feels like stealing money. Adver- <laughs> advertisements. I mean, I can't believe how much money people put in ads and they'll give you free shit, like sponsors. Like Yeah, because like, you have an endorsement. Of, like I, I was listening to, I think, you your, your latest episode. In. Um, mm-hmm. You guys are endorsed by like a really? bra company or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we literally have like like dozens of, of sponsors because they mm-hmm. they they'll buy buy out a slot and then that slot will rotate out so you'll just have new ones all the time. Mm-hmm. But like just seeing the, the way we started off and where we are now, the more downloads you get, you can renegotiate your contract to get more and more money each time. So like we'll start off with an ad that's like I don't know, probably worth just like fifty bucks in the first year, and now we're like three thousand an ad. Like, yeah. No lie. Yeah, you just because you got to work your way up. I mean, because your value goes up. Yeah, yeah but bring value. I mean, there are podcasts like Pod Save America, Joe Rogan that are they have over a million downloads. Per oh episode. yeah. So think about how much money. That he he we, makes well, like he makes like a hundred thousand dollars an episode, right? Yeah. More yeah, than no that. real yeah. shit. But then on Patreon, you'll have a group like Chapel Trap House or like a political comedy podcast. They make a hundred thousand dollars a month just from subscribers, and then ads on top of that. So, dude. It's like the podcast <laughs> is. I'm 50k in debt, baby. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what these student loans got to I'm do. I'm part with of the rents too damn high. Part of that <laughs> student loan. Shit. It's worth it, but yeah, over no, here. But that's there. what. Yeah, I'm trying to. So yeah. So what you say is opportunity. Yeah, I think yeah. it's I don't all want it about, to be about having the money, but yeah. It, okay, I get that. I get totally get that. And then we just talked all about how like important money is. So it's not that we want money to be important. It's more like it just is important. Like you don't need to make a hundred thousand a month to be happy. Like I can tell you guys probably could do a modest 
lifestyle, but oh, the yeah. money mm-hmm. is there. And if you did happen to make a hundred thousand, you could probably find something good to do with it. So I don't mm-hmm. think it's wrong exactly. to, to find money, money as a, a factor. But you're right; it's not the main motivator. But man, is it out there! Yeah. Like holy exactly. shit! I mean, you got you, me pumped. It's, it's hyped. It's more. <laughs> I think it's not even about that. It's hey, just more about finding a way to do grand? what you want to do and finding exactly. a way to monetize. The it. What's a hundred grand a month times twelve? Yeah, one dude. Point, yeah. Hey, I can make a lot of stuff happen with Seriously, that. Seriously, and, and these he, these podcasts are not they're they're good, but they're doing all the same stuff that anyone can do. That's how we were able to make our own podcast that sounds professional. People think that we're real journalists and we're just mimicking like formats that already exist and just exactly. giving our own spin. It's so, like anyone can do it. So are you saying that y'all had to study these formats or well, yeah, we, we were podcast know. listeners yeah like our show is probably close to i don't know like um not the daily show something a little more straightforward but it's like we have segments you know we have mm-hmm. themes of like topics with like you guys 10 for 10 you know that kind of thing like i, I feel oh, yeah, like that's coming up too yeah yeah Here's 10 for 10. <laughs> people love that stuff they love to like we have like a theme song that's really popular like, people really want to feel like they can come back like a tv show and like exactly. know what to expect so, you know? so, so it's like so you're saying it's all having a good production yeah, is, and faking it till you make it. Because I had to learn how to edit for this podcast. I had no idea how before. And it took me, I, I pretty much she said she wanted to do the podcast on a Friday. And that Monday she wanted the first one out. So she was like, my, my boss doesn't fuck around at all. You need someone who's like, because I'm kind of a beta bitch. She's like an alpha. So you need an you alpha. You need someone who sees the vision. Because I feel like I see a vision, I, but I, I can I met, get lazy. I met, a, I met AG. I met her. Uh, yeah, like you know how strong she is. Yeah, like she's yeah, a, yeah. She doesn't, I seen her do a show at the palace. And, Dude, and like yeah. I was talking to her right after. Yeah. When the contracts are happening, like like we're signed with CAA. Like, it's just like, I heard about that. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. But if y'all don't know who CAA is, that's a big deal. Kanye's on their their agency like it's like legit and I feel like we would never have gotten that if it weren't for someone like her someone who looks at a contract like and knows your worth like we just I don't know how much I can say actually yeah yeah don't 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 don't, don't put your info all I know is that you're making good money off the fact that you're saying you're doing you you do a podcast for a living like you get paid to do podcasts I think that's but we all kind of want to get paid to speak we have things to say I think but yeah that's I think the best part about it, though, (laughs) the best part about the the whole thing is that you gave your testament of like you were just talking about how you was in Hurricane Katrina and the Superdome and the roof came off. And now you're like, I'm getting paid to do what I want to do. And that just shows how you can. It is work. You are. Oh, yeah. Right. You you, you had to take the time. And it's the first thing that I think besides comedy that I really worked at. Like, I think when you say work, you did when you how many hours would you say you sacrificed? Okay. So so legit, I'll put in 10 hours of editing a week, but that's just editing. We have to record twice a week. There's the reviewing it. You know, there's there's all kinds of stuff that doing the research. Like, it's probably close to 20 hours. But that's on top of our when I had another job. Like now I I kind of chill half the week. (laughs) Having to deal with life. Exactly. I spent so much time now thinking about what I want to do like alongside this or with all the knowledge that I've gotten from it like I, I, I only spent about 20 hours actually working on the podcast and the other 20 I'm just like what what can I do with this like because this podcast is gonna be around for a while like the new one we're gonna do it's probably my job for a long time but there's just so much information here like we're starting to submit to late night stuff there's just so many avenues you can go once you get your foot a little bit in the door and it just makes you wonder am I doing this for me like that's why I stopped doing stand-up as much I was like okay I want to just recenter myself and figure out what Focus. my path is yeah. yeah I just spent a lot of time caring about what other people thought and I think it held me back that's the strong. whole time that's yeah. strong right there because I, I think I was going through the same thing Thing. And I don't know if that's a comedian thing or like a just an artist people thing, creative yeah. thing, mm-hmm. you know, because we are super critique ourselves. Like, am I doing this right? right. Do I, I mean, you do I suck. You you should always be your biggest critic. 
Yeah, but you can't. But you can't. Sometimes that stops you, or it's like paralysis I, yeah, of analysis. Yeah, but and but that's when you learn the balance of like, you know, you're you critiquing yourself and receiving constructive criticism from other people. Exactly. It's all about like like you said, life is a game of balances. Like how you do, how you balance things. Like you, you know your you more than likely know yourself more than anybody else. So you know. Only you know what you can and cannot do. Exactly. So that's the part where it, it plays into, like, you critiquing yourself. If you know you can do better, you can do better. And sometimes we have to realize that we can't always do what someone did the way they did it. And it seems yes. like. Ooh, yeah. That's the gem right there, too. Right. It's Let like, them know. Say it. It really feels Every. like we're inadequate sometimes when really we're just doing it the wrong way. We're like, exactly. oh, why can't I just get from A to B like they did? But we're on some other letters. You got it. Like, and that's the, where the best way I think I've, I've heard it explained was we all can win the game, but we all just have a different hand. Yeah, and we all just have to play our cards. You have to make your ways. own it's, game almost. You exactly. Can, right? You can exactly use all of these like life cliches. Like you just play the hand that play the hand that you're dealt. You, you know, play come it the right way. Mm-hmm. I always say, no matter what, you trust the process and enjoy the journey. You trust it and you believe that things will play out in your favor. You can yeah. believe in the the aligning of the planets and stars and you know, sure stuff. it takes like, a lot of self-reflection you're yeah, totally right yeah. i think everybody I, I got... yeah everybody has their own everybody has their own way mm-hmm. of their belief and like how they will be successful and their dreams and goals and aspirations all of that kind and of it's stuff. usually shaped by our like reality it only makes sense that as a human species we see things and we want to copy them that's how we learn how to speak how to talk or you know how to walk all that stuff but that's when it comes right. to your path i think that's something totally different it's a whole different realm and you have to really look within like you're saying and so everyone has their own way whether it's faith astrology you know the hustle the grind whatever your purpose yeah. is it's if a you're it's, a why. Yeah, I spend so much time looking outward for that. I would look to my left and my right, like at everyone else doing the same thing and say, okay, how can I do this or how can I not do that? But I only recently started looking at what I want and it all came together. It really does happen what, like what that. Ha- what, what sparked that? I'm just, what was the catalyst? Oh, I, I had some drama in the scene that you may have heard about. And oh, okay. it yep. sparked me to kind of withdraw myself and, and really figure out what I was doing and who I was doing it for. Yeah, no. And then I started I don't fuck with fam, by the way, too. Cause, oh, yeah, cause, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of, my nigga, yeah, it's the first like, of many scandals I'm sure I'll have in my life. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, definitely. But, I, yeah. It's just people. It's fucked up. No. Yeah, no, pe- people up. will talk about you if you're doing the right thing if you're doing the wrong thing if you're in the public like because everyone everyone has mistakes like i think even though things happen to me like i do feel like a victim i still feel like the way that we roll information out can make things worse so it's a, exactly it's a give and take i'm sure I, I made some mistakes but ultimately even when you're wrong i think yeah it's just gonna happen people are gonna and people fuck are you gonna over. judge you regardless exactly. so you might as well just, just gotta say kinda, fuck it and just yeah figure out how to live with yourself you and, about and things, yeah and i know. think for me creating my own space was a good way to 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 learn how to cope it's like i created hillcrest comedy right after that happened i created or militia road basically we started that like in the month right after all the shit came out so a lot of shit was thrown at me in my personal life but i was able to take that and turn it into like art really Probably even if it wasn't directly yeah. yeah yeah it was just creating that's awesome that yeah. that is that's deep that's like <laughs> yeah, this is this was a good episode. It's like the best episode we ever had, G. Yeah. We you got guys some, are fun we had some stuff yeah. written down, but we you know, I don't want to talk shit on anything, is. but we because we do music stuff oh, and yeah. we try and have rappers on, and it, nice. it's just not very. 
we're, you know, we're like switching a little rappers bit. Rappers are similar to comedians, though. I do like that. They're very egotistical. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to be a rapper. I wish I could. Like, <laughs> What's going to be a I rapper? I don't mean no Rachel offense Maddow. to any musicians, but. <laughs> you just go keep that in. Yeah. Racial Maddow all the way. But um, I do want to yeah. do a show like that where it's like Racial Maddow. It's like a bunch of racial stuff. Let's like come on. Let's a do bunch it. Of black material. I'm, I'm going to work on that. I think let's that's what I want to do next is I want to start making my own web series. Hey, man, I'm, I'm finna start doing that, too, man. Let's 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 Hell work together yeah. on that. Yeah. Because I'm uh, I'm finna run. I'm not going to run YouTube, but I'm finna try to just YouTube's, do content, content, content. Yeah, I was going to say YouTube content. is a tougher one to break into now. It's yeah. good to post things there, but you yeah. probably really would do better on like Patreon. Like, honestly, whatever idea you have, I'd recommend like getting in on the new grassroots. Like, um, OK, yeah. Like that, yeah, well, I need to I need to learn about those new grassroots because all I know about is the old roots. He doesn't edit. He's never edited it. I haven't. One time. You've I can never learn. No. I don't want to. Oh, none dude. Of yeah, it, it's I easy. Can learn. Yeah, yeah. Everyone can learn. You need to learn for your stuff, that's for sure. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Someone made me learn. Like, honestly, if it weren't for my boss, AG, like, putting the pressure on me, I don't know if I would have ever taught myself. Sometimes you need a little push, like a friend or someone. Yeah. 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 It's all good. Hey, come on, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Whatever makes it happen, man. It's (laughs) all about it. Yeah, especially with Q, like, because... I'm gonna be honest. Q does all the editing. All oh the yeah, stuff. he's yeah, the one who makes sure we look good. You like to be in control too. I like editing it's, it's, oh, so yeah. much. Yeah, Take I feel bad for these guys, but they're so they're very like okay. I'm gonna talk. Yeah, I'll tell Edit. I'm gonna bring the jokes, bro. You bring the yeah. I can't speak for Walter, but like I'm extremely grateful for Q's. You can't speak for anything. I'm grateful too. I'm not that entertaining, so it's like we all like compliment each other. You're all good personalities, but I do like that you have respect for what he does because the editor does twice the work, but you all are important. That's why Q would be like, my bad boys. He'd be like, my bad boys, you know, I didn't get a chance to edit it. Hey, bro, nigga, you good. You, good. you yeah, got it. You bro. got it. When yeah. it's ready, that nigga married. He just got married. I think. Well, congrats. Wife, thank you. Thank you. Wife pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like and got a job. Congrats. And in school. And yeah. in grad school. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's like, what I'm saying. you so, good, bro. Yeah. So when he sit there and Take tell me days. for whatever reason, like he didn't get shit done, right. bro, I don't give two fucks about that. Like you got it. Take your you time. You guys could help him by learning. No, no, yeah, I know that's we've talked and we've talked about that. I'm uh I'm putting like the money that. aside for my Mac. But the know. thing Very is, nice. is he he's the guy who will start my his main focus is networking and marketing for the oh, podcast. Okay, that's right, PR and all that good stuff. And then he's hilarious, yeah. and he's just you <laughs> know he's a personality <laughs> in itself. He doesn't need to do anything. That makes so you don't mind the work. Like the no, no, because too. they're well, doing well, other a, things that I don't want to do. So basically, what we do is we utilize our strengths and help one another. You compliment each other, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It cues does all like the the technical and audio, you know, all he the, got the credit uh, score, you know. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like the dynamic. He does, he does no, all playing. of that. And then no, I'll come in and I'll do all the social media stuff. I'll do all the 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 postings and stuff like that. Hell yeah. Or I'll go and do the networkings and setting up events. Right. Trying to get us booked and stuff like and that. And I just do all and the foot then, traffic. <laughs> I'm and just like, hey, bro, listen to this. That's Walter, awesome. Walter's Walter awesome. really more of the face, okay. because when they when they go and they see he does comedy or whatever, yeah, every show they'll you know they'll come out and say, and what's this guy doing? What is the like theme of your podcast, if I may ask? Is there a theme per se? And that's no, what we it, we don't have one. Yet. No, that's it, what we're trying to figure out. Okay, and you don't I would really say it's more like society. We've we've it's more society and entertainment, and that makes of. sense. Yeah, I get yeah. that. I think it'll definitely help since you're coming from that angle. Um, and I'm, I'm just spitballing here because I haven't tried it. Th- well, I have tried it this way and I failed, but this is what I think from that failure. <laughs> so if you're doing it from like the perspective of you're the face, then all that means.
means is you just keep doing what you're doing and you keep doing events that pull people in because otherwise there wouldn't be much like you'd be competing with all the other people that, that are doing for example thing. with walter like somewhat being the face we obviously were able to get you on the podcast and exactly i feel like you know had obviously i feel like if walter wasn't a comedian it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't right. happen. Like you're yeah, already that, it wouldn't doing. have that network. Yeah, yeah. That, it wouldn't have That's that all network. you have to do. Yeah, I feel like some, you know. sometimes it, it's harder because you're like you're doing the double. You're building your personality while you're doing the podcast. But exactly. you got to start somewhere. That's the thing is exactly. that it's like there's no way to go from up in there. And there's and another thing is like the things that we have passions for works together. So there there are some themes. They're like underlying themes. Yeah, like for the example, music you guys mentioned. Like, yeah, yeah. Q's an artist, mm-hmm. so he already likes you know to like work on his stuff producing mixing and mastering all that kind of stuff yeah yeah so that's why you know obviously he doesn't have a problem with it because it's also something it's what he does, he does yeah. for his own craft mm-hmm. walter walter has comedy right you know so he likes to be out and Performing. tell jokes and perform and whatever his vision is so that's it just it's free marketing yeah it, it's it really a free already thing. that makes total then, sense that's probably one of the best ways besides the obvious social media too because social media it's it, unless we're pumping money they make it so much harder now because so many people are putting ads in the social media it's that, an algorithm yeah it's the, all about the organic way yeah they, they make us work so much harder for it but it's still important you have to do it and then with the word of mouth that's what's probably really gonna do it it's mm, like people yeah. saying you guys that word of mouth that word of mouth thing is yeah is. like 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 people are gonna think because it's not like walter ford you know and the supremes or something it's like you guys are all <laughs> <the faces too. laughs> exactly. maybe even when are you guys planning to do live shows have you started that yet we we, uh, we, we want to do it with video because video is a big that makes that's sense. It's really easier to get the, like his face out. Yeah, right. yeah. That makes total sense. I'm just thinking. It's just really hard. Um, we need someone to professionally come in and teach us how to live stream because right. with, and get the right equipment. Yeah, dude, we have to freaking pay someone. And I hated that because yeah. we. I wish well, we, could we if we ain't talked about paying people. Yeah, so again, you, do, you do live shows. We we do live shows now. We do them very selectively. Like we have one in DC and Brooklyn coming up, but it's like we we plan like for months around those two shows okay. yeah so but we had one in san diego at the comedy store and, and it was really good but like we did a live show at the palace during the election night and uh we had to like spend like thousands of dollars on live streaming it which is wow. crazy like when she told us the price i was just like huh is that like I guess we're paying <laughs> it was equipment yeah like he had like um these cameras that would just like follow us like with a remote and like they just had special lighting hanging from the wall so oh like, okay so it was a, it was for the whole production yeah. essentially it and was it looked really good like honestly like i get it but it was just like one event yeah, exactly yeah. Uh, yeah this is what we got this is how much this costs but, but she to, she really goes all out for, i think it, it plays into the idea of there are people who do grassroots and they do it consistently and that works too and there are some people who like my boss they choose to do things very selectively in a way that like Everything they put out seems really highly produced. But and yeah, it's a good illusion. She do quality good, over quantity, yeah. and that's what and I want to do. It's not really an illusion, I guess. But yeah, it's, it's all about quality. Yeah, and, she brings value. I'm the kind of person who, when I do my own thing, I assume that it's all about just keeping your head down and putting it out every day, every day. But then I look at stand up and I look at how that can go for some people, and it's like you do have to have this this vision, and you guys seem yeah. to have it too. It's just like you're doing it the way that that I would be doing it too on my own. It's like you are the face. There's not really like a particular like objective yeah. or theme. You gotta and, be the personality, right? And, and people that, have to give into or buy into you, which as it can the still person. work because like Friends, Friends is just a show about friends. Seinfeld is just yeah. a show about a guy looking for material. Like you can still be a show about 
quote unquote nothing. But I think the idea is that it, it is like a, a struggle. It takes a little bit longer. <laughs> it right? does it's take longer. Bit. Yeah. And it, it's it's just one of those more uncertain paths. But I I'm an optimist. I believe that it's possible. I've just been thinking more about like in my own case, how it's really weird to see how certain things take off and, and why it happens and why other things exactly. really don't. And I think the main thing seems to be the, the, the gimmick nature of it. It's sad because I don't want to give into the society. Like, I don't think Moe Schrote is a gimmick per se because it's about a real thing. But it's all about, it's like... It's a niche, though. It's a niche. We're, like, we're female-dominated. Like, Mueller It's like, everything's niche. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess that's the only way to stand out is to be niche somehow. And so e- even if your, your, your production company or your main brand is more broad, something that pulls people in has to be niche. Like, if it's not the podcast, that is the first thing that people are like, oh, this is, like the main thing I love about these guys, it could be a sketch you guys do or it could be like anything. It's yeah, like, exactly. it's just about standing out and yeah. sometimes just doing it mm-hmm. doesn't quite do it quickly enough. Not in this world. Exactly. Exactly. And I yeah. think you got to bring creativity to mm-hmm. it. And that, and I think with, with, with us three, like, because we all do something different, mm-hmm. but we are all tied to the podcast. Like, I you feel pull like in a lot of different yeah, audiences. Up, yeah. Like, again, Outside of podcast, he does comedy. Outside of podcast, you know, with with Q, it may be whether people know him from his school mm-hmm. or working for the city, his full time job, or you know, him being a musical Damn, artist. Damn, you just fucking outed me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing I don't want people to. Good know. thing you can edit it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, no, I'm just, I'm just messing with you. Or even, <laughs> or even, or even like with me, like right. the 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 apparel. Exactly. Like there's, we all have your own little worlds, and then the bigger world fusing together. I exactly. think that's and everything beautiful. meshes. Collect. Yeah, I think that's know, great, and and definitely doing it that way over time. I've I've seen that work out. I I I guess I worry on my own end about it because I feel like maybe it's just my own personal ideas that I haven't figured out how to make them duplicate the same success as other things. Like because I'm just like the scientist thing. I don't want to die before like I really pop off. Like exactly. I want to <laughs> do whatever. And it sounds you really, want to be efficient. I mean, I it's do. about using the time efficiently. Yeah, it's I used to be the kind of person that was like, you know what? I'll just keep my head down, do stand up. Ten years from now, I'll be famous. And then halfway through, I was like. I don't think I'm on the path yeah, <laughs> this no. way. I don't and, think and, and this is how it's supposed to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and you got to, it's a lot of stuff that go into it. You got to network. Yeah. You got to get a mentor. And you got to like make very, a brand. You very gotta. niche to their own like needs. Like I mm-hmm. can't look to someone else and say, if I just do what they did, you know, because I started Hillcrest Comedy thinking, <laughs> oh, if I just host a monthly show at a fancy place, I'll be a real stand up. And I was like, oh, there's a lot of work that goes into this. It may not be my path. You know? Exactly. And podcasting just feels so much more like I should put more energy into it. Like I said, the exactly. web series I want to do. Like just you just got to follow your, your own instincts, you know, no matter what. Hey, thank you. I agree with yeah, that. We yeah, we appreciate that. It's a real deep she, she hit us with her oh, own. Yeah. Po- she hit us with us our about own. About to go po- in. Po- <laughs> <laughs> reflect for a yeah, few I'm days. Yeah, I'm just going to stare at a, at a corner <laughs> in my room. going to stare out the window. Contemplate a lot of things. Oh, so yeah. if these two walls come together, what is my life? Yeah, I, don't, I mean, <laughs> we could talk to you for another two hours, but. My laptop is dying, and my charger did break right before we did this. So, like <laughs> you're saying, that's about just how production. that shows you how life goes. But. Oh yeah, uh, we changed my car battery before we came here. I had to buy oh. a new one. My car was dying. Oh so shit! That was, yeah, yeah, we, we still, still here. Though. We're, we're well, still here. Going through life. Yeah. No, we appreciate you for coming. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you a lot. You want to do the ten for ten, or y'all want to just do the? No, 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 no. We're gonna skip We thought we thought about it, but it was like, we call an audible. Another day. Well, to be honest, you hit almost all the points that were already on the. 
ten for ten. So. Very nice. Damn near, damn near. But uh, yeah, see, you gave a boob quote, but we, Walter, we still gonna let you do your boob quote. <laughs> All right. So today, I like this one because the person I don't know if I'm related somewhere, but okay. So it's from Debbie Ford. Her quote is, uh, "Oh, okay. I was like, what y'all, what y'all over there doing? Okay. To live in the light of a new day." and an unimaginable and unpredictable future. You must become fully present to a deeper truth. Not a truth from your head, but a truth from your heart. Mm. Not a truth from your ego, but a truth from the highest source. Hell yes, Walter. Let so, him know. That ego one really hit home too. Yeah, yeah. no, that's Preach. real. So I, I, I think what I, what I took from that is to be because we all have a fear of the unknown and we all have a a, pretty much that's what all of our fears are um and that's what stops us from like you said living your dreams or we have a fear of people liking us we have we have all these fears and like i said earlier analysis of paralysis you think about it okay what if this happened what if this happened what if this happened and that stops you from from going forward and until we start listening to our heart um, I, I I read in a book somewhere, um, I think it was the the passion test, um, and I can't even think of the author. She said pretty much your feelings and your emotions are the GPS of your soul. So that's the GPS to your life or your spirit. So right. your 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 heart or your spirit, your soul, whatever you want to call it, it always knows the best things for you to get you to the next highest point or the next level of your of your happiness or fulfillment or whatever you want to call it. So that's why if you're doing something, you get like an uneasy feel. I don't know if I'm a, I don't know if I, ooh, uh, maybe not. Oh, I, I'm gonna get the money, but I'm it's like all these soul. external factors that you know are preventing saying? us. Yeah, exactly. And and we we end up sacrificing sometimes. Okay, I'm gonna do this for the money, but I do have to sacrifice my integrity, my morals, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, um, I want to do this for this gain or this other gain to get a, ahead. a vain gain exactly yeah. a vain, and then you end up having success without fulfillment which is the biggest loss that's tony robbins that ain't me yeah and um like the ego part like you have to we have to literally uh kill our ego i think it's ryan holiday ego is the enemy so that i love that book because in that book he talks about pretty much our ego is what it's what controls every decision we make because you only see yourself from the I am Mm -hmm. you don't see we never put ourselves in other people's shoes and our eyes are projectors as well as uh viewers you know like I always say before so you already have a script and if all of us look at look at these look at this phone we all looking at a phone but we all see different things when we look at it if that makes sense it does make sense yeah um and and I and pretty much we have to become on the same wavelength with the higher source whether that's the universe whether that's god whether whatever your religious or philosophical beliefs are regardless we all have a higher source or a higher point that we can look to whether you think it's your sixth sense or you think it's god and once you start facing or going towards that and make your decisions based off that and not off your ego you'll be then you'll be you'll you'll be able to live a life that few people get to live and that's all I had to say. Bam. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Let him know, Walter. I was liking that one. <laughs> you finally that got to most, breeze, man. You that, was the, that was the most fluid, fluid boob quote we've ever got. I know. That's what I'm like, saying. I was like, okay. I, was, I wasn't too high. I wasn't too, yeah. <laughs> it's, called, it's called a boob quote. <laughs> a boob quote. 
Watch this boot quote of the day of the episode. Boot. Uh, boot I thought it was Buddha quote boop. at first. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ain't Buddha, but not quite. No. Boop. No, 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 just boop. Um, do you have any closing things you want to say? I mean, of course, you want to shout out the podcast. Oh sure. I listen to her podcast. I listen to it all the time. It's cold. And to be honest with you, I don't listen to any podcast. I don't even listen to ours like that. <laughs> I like watch a, a few minutes of it. I'm like, okay, you lived it, cool. yeah. If he that, doesn't even yeah. listen to the people's music who come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Guys. No, that ain't true. I, I listen to it on the way. Calling here. out freak, fake freestyles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, but I, my bad. Do you, uh, oh you want to yeah. shout out everybody and sure, yeah, the boss um, and everybody? Can, yes, yes. You can uh, check out. Is this still running? No, oh, okay, no, that's okay. Sorry, that's um, cool. Well, yeah, it's fine. Uh, you can check out the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, Apple Music is the main one, I guess, if you have an iPhone. And it's mm. Mueller, she wrote. Um, it is spelled kind of like Mueller, like you pronounce it, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. And, uh, yeah, I think we don't have any local shows. Is this a local podcast or kind of wherever? This one, we... we it's locally listeners. based. Yeah, we <laughs> got listeners say locally everywhere. based. Okay, yeah, we but like California county. and Indiana. That's that's okay. the two places. Yeah. Well, yeah. if anyone happens to be in DC or Brooklyn in March, <laughs> uh, we'll be on tour on yeah. the 29th and 30th. And um, yeah, but mostly just check us out if you're into politics or you want to learn. Uh, yeah, you're, I feel like you're, you're you ain't got to be into politics, but you definitely should learn. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. We try to break it down. I feel like. And it's, it's funny at the same you did time. No, you you broke it down in the most basic, lamest terms. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Like, oh, his ass crazy. So that's what yeah. we Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. insane. But yeah, yeah thank, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank this has been a lot of fun. No, thank you. We appreciate it a lot. A lot. No, no, we, we try. We try to we try to have fun and be chill. I ain't got nothing remarks except. Go Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here with that shit. Nice. Um, I'll say I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up with the you know the quick announcements. Uh, first things first, um, the intro was uh, Dub Deucey. Um, the song's called Flex. It's produced by a uh, producer slash artist. His name is Zanny, Z-A-N-I. Uh, you can follow him, uh, find him on Instagram, Zanny Baby. Oh wait. Um, okay. But yeah, shout out Dub Deucey. Shout out to the song Flex. Uh, it's off his new re- newly released project called Dub. You can find that on all streaming platforms. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely shout out to Dub for the for that new fire. Check out uh, his freestyle on the old episode too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll say you you guys have seen him. You know. Um, shout out uh, Go Ham Radio. Uh, they got a couple events coming up this weekend. Um, Taste the breaks. Two is uh, this Saturday, along with uh, Kumba Fest. Um, I know I wanted to go to Kumba Fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then I want to be in it. We need. I'm, we need so, to be in Kumba Fest. Dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, is shout out go ahead and run for them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a lot of black people. It's like the biggest black people event. Yeah, because I never see them out. It's, it's where they all go. Yeah, you'd be surprised. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Literally. <laughs> be, he there. said the same thing at House of Ho- House of Blues. He was like, oh, so this where all the black people. Marsha Ambrosia brought us all out. I was like, okay. That's because she from the early 2000s. Yeah. When we were kids, you know. Also, there's a hip hop event in IB at the Salty Frog. Uh, you know, so make sure you uh, check them out. Like I said, it's Go Ham Radio. You can follow them on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> remember the Frog days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. And speaking of that, with the Go Ham Radio, shout out to J.A. Young Wealth. Uh, he just had his first uh, Up All Night Thursdays uh, musical event um, at the Till Two Night Till Two Club. Uh, the next one will be uh, February 28th. It's a Thursday. Uh, it's free. It's free up until 10.30. You know, shout out to them. Um, 
in terms of new projects outside of dub uh drew hefe has a new single out with kaylin for real for real it's called bang um mikey rocket has this cerebral uh ep uh for people who don't know mikey rocket is you know uh, um the third homie yeah the third homie uh peer hey. team yeah i i just didn't know what word i wanted to use because oh, i don't want to tony 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 or no i don't oh. think it's, i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry not that, yeah um yeah so shout out uh, uh mikey rocky uh, he was a big supporter well uh, especially when the third came through um living millennials i'll say i don't know if y'all if y'all really remember them yeah. but they're from the podcast expo they've definitely showed a lot of support you know shouting us out um so you know they have a, their next episode this coming thursday at uh 4 p.m they'll be talking about ghosting when, uh, when do y'all uh push yeah. episodes actually? actually tonight after i'm done with this every sunday night <laughs> oh okay <laughs> yeah right. around 6 30 pacific time we started off on mondays at 6 a.m and then we just kept pushing oh, it back shit. yeah yeah, yeah it got Woo. really early child <laughs> yeah okay so um, no more. and then last but not least you know uh march 2nd as in next month the uh, West Coast Radio Hip Hop Festival yep. uh, is going to be at uh, Bazio Gallery and Events. Um, Your boy doing some minutes there. Yeah, we got some uh, I'm gonna be performances. Performing. Shout GDQ, out Mind Over Matter. Mind Over Matter. Probably going to be at uh, Up All Night Thursday too. So yeah, Up All Night Thursday. You'll see him too. You'll see a, you'll see us a lot more now outside of the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's at uh, Bazio Gallery and Event, two zero seven zero Logan Street Avenue or Logan Street Avenue, Logan Avenue, you know, March 2nd, 12 to 5, you see Six Side, you'll see the Activated Podcast, Six Side Apparel, you know, always bet black. Um, and then, like yeah, 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 always. Um, oh, and for those who are or will be shopping with Six Side Apparel, there is a, a discount promo code uh, for Black History Month. Uh, their, their promo code is BHM, Black History Month, 19. You get 10% off your entire order, so make sure you come shop with us, you know, or besides Urban supports what's important, and yeah, boop. I think yeah. that's boop, boop. I think that's all the announcements that I have for you as well. You know, um, so yeah. I think we learned, we laughed, we cried, <laughs> we uh, got fulfillment. Yeah, thanks again. It was we a hungry. really good experience. Oh yeah, thank you guys again. <laughs> yeah, we can't wait to have you on again, G. Hell yeah, Definitely. anytime. Let so. me know. Yeah, all right, yeah, but yeah, all we, right. it's been the it's your boy podcast. GDQ to one, <laughs> real Walter Four. Mac two three zero one, and the wonderful Jaleesa Johnson. Oh yeah, <laughs> drop your Thank socials. You. I know you oh, got yeah. The, yeah, where we find not up. your social security though. We, we oh right, right. <laughs> gotta make sure. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I would have totally told you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you got all that. Jaleesa Johnson. Three one five. Yeah, yeah. My Twitter handle is four three seven. Um, no, it's, <laughs> it's tweet Jaleesa. So that's tweet J A L E E S A, and then Instagram is Rachel Maddow. R A C I A L. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's like Rachel Maddow, but like Rachel. If that gets confusing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Thank all right, you. Thank you again. Hey, y'all be blessed. Activated, activated podcast. podcast. We appreciate you. Six side MMA. Whoop. We love you guys, Reggie, forever. Hey. Yeah.